Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, or whatever the fuck you identify as, as always, I am Mike Busey, and you are listening to my podcast show something. We don't know what this shit's called. We do, but we don't. It's the Mike Busey Show, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. What's up, Mike? Miguel, did you know that this is the very last podcast of 2021 and you are super like sentimental about years yeah and time. I'm, I'm like one of those guys who kept his yearbook all this all these did years did you stay cool mike yeah you damn right i stayed cool cool stayed cool as a motherfucker i got cool i got i got beyond cool than i could thought i was i thought i was cool back then but now i'm fucking do you ever have you ever unlocked read, the final level of coolness have you ever read your yearbook you're like damn she was feeling me you know, she's like, stay sweet, but it's just like, nah. You, you I always wonder the people who decided to just get like married, and they actually made it work, and then like they're together twenty years later, which might be great, I guess, for like normal people, I guess. I don't know, but I'm a Sagittarius, and we like to party, and we like to, you know. Did you know anybody who got married in high school? Yeah. I and knew, I was I like, I knew that was a mistake oh, then. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. Maybe, like, how do you know in high school? You're like, I think right now I'm in the 11th grade and I have found the one. Well, it's it's funny because there you was been several times I did. for a few years at that time. Yeah, I, I've, I've obviously have, you know, been a sentimental fucking homo and been like, how many times I really did you love think this you, one. Yeah, how many times did you think you found the one oh, when you man, were, like, like, in high school or something? From high school to now... I would say wholeheartedly, like, if you were to put me, like, in a fucking bamboo fucking cage in the Philippines and stab me with a poisonous dart and pour, like, a, a wrench of fucking wet sponge How full does this of have salt anything to do with and connect my wood. testicles with jumper cables Dude, with some so- Filipino boy on a bicycle electrocuting me, there's some- I would say probably, like, six times. There's some old school fucking uh, Vietnam vet trucker listening to this who's having a flashback. He's he like, just pulled ah! off the side of the road. He's like... <laughs> I'm going to this weighing station. General Tran, you can take this bag of rats off my head, but I will not give up the position of our men. Yeah, there's, I would say about, there's there's definitely been probably, and I, I, I'm officially now, officially now 41. I am 41 yeah. years old. I don't like to say that, but I guess I just got to embrace it. Ain't, ain't no fucking stopping it. Time machine, you could go back in time, and you would be a high school kid. You would you'd jump into your high school body, oh, and you I'll could fuck, fucking. and you could have a threesome. You could have a threesome with any two chicks from your high school at that time. Who would it have been? Oh, I don't want to say names. I still, don't say, okay. I, I still talk to them. Oh. Actually, I think one's actually coming over on Friday, actually. I don't want to stir the pot too much in case she's do listening. Think, do, do you think those girls know you ever wanted to fuck them? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I was like, yeah, I'm fucking. I, I probably have text messages where it's, I have always wanted to fuck you. <laughs> I have always had a thing for you. And they're like, no, uh, no, you did. Because now I'm all like, whatever you want to call this. And they're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> and, and what's cool about Mike, when you're so you, crazy. Yeah, like, obviously, I didn't stay in contact with all of them. But there's definitely been like, you know, what's cool, though, is I, I ha- I've had closure on a bunch of them. A couple of them I got. Yeah. One was like, you know what, my 10 gr- years later, and I got it. My great error of fucking all the girls that I wanted to fucking high school, not all of them, but I mean, not even half of them, but getting them back was 10 years after high school, 
MySpace was out and they were all divorcing the dudes they married right after high school. And that was like the, like if there was a sound play, it'd be like bum, 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 boom, and just fucking another one. Because it was like, they all got married after high school and they got married to the dude they liked in high school. And then it was 10 years later, they didn't want him anymore. They were still hot because they were all like 28 to 30 years old. And MySpace was in its prime. So like I had a way to connect to them. And then when I first, the best run for me was 2011. I will tell you why. Facebook was out. These girls were divorced and stuff like that. And I was traveling doing comedy. And I was going to all these small towns where they were living in, like, South Carolina and Georgia. And if the, and I got lucky, too, because I wasn't doing bullshit shows because I was opening for Jersey. So at least I was doing, like, nice little theaters and stuff. And they're like, you're a comic now? I was getting paid $75 a show, guys. And I never had a hotel room to sleep in. Hey, that's I would sleep that's in, great. I would sleep in Jersey's floor or me and him would sleep in the car. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, shh. And I, and I was bartending and laying tile at the same time. And, and I would, people would be like, this is all you do? You just travel doing comedy? I was like, all I do. <laughs> do you remember, I don't know about you or any of you guys in the room, uh, Chris or Steven, do you remember a time when you, when you were in high school where people, like, I don't know about y'all, this is how I felt, that you judged your success, like, yeah, uh, I'm probably going to go out to California or oh. I'm going to go live. I'm living in New York now. Yeah, yeah. Like for some reason, I feel like basic bitches and, and dudes trying to floss was always like, yeah, I'm, I'm going out to L.A. It was never Miami. We live in Florida, but it was always like, yeah, California. Far away. And, and, and New York as far was away like, as you could get. That is that is this the thing. I, I feel like a lot of small I used to towns do the flex, have that. Dude. I yeah. used to do the flex because I would every like I would go live in New York all the time for a while and with my family. I come back and be like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I just got back from Brooklyn. I ran into like Biggie and everybody. Whatever, man. Just it's it's small, you know. Whatever. <laughs> it's funny how like when when you're from you know a small town or whatever, uh, and it's always like the town that you're not at. You're always like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing big things, you know. I'm actually out in California now, and and now I'm just like, what the fuck were we thinking? Why was people thinking that? I used to hear this was the best too. Like I would go at the time when I was like in high school. I was going to high school in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, we were stationed there, and I would go back to like New York and Brooklyn and hang out with my family and friends. But all the pe- all the girls there. All the girls there would be like, "Yeah, after high school, I'm going to Manhattan," and I'm like, "You don't even understand. If you if you go to another state, Breed in Brooklyn's already cool enough. Like, you know." But they're like, "No, you know, I'm moving to Manhattan. We're, we're gonna move in Dumbo." The super hot scallies from high school. Bridge. There was like a level to it. Like in Orlando, you would go from high school. And then you would work at Mako's, which is basically like a Coyote Ugly back in the day in the early 2000s. Oh, Mako's with the swing? Yeah. Oh, Mako's was my jam, Then, Then you would, like, eventually... They would they would already tell you you're a whore because like <laughs> yeah you're like a fucking whore fuck you and you're like no she's actually just a bartender or a shocker or whatever and then you upgrade to like all right now I'm like a uh, a sh- uh, a bottle girl at a fancy strip club like in Rachel's then you go from there to like once you elevate you, you then I think then then you go to Miami and it's like yeah. oh you did it and then you're like no I'm going to Vegas. <sighs> And that's when you, like, unlock the final, like, I'm a basic bitch trying to hustle rich dudes out of money that are paying way too much money for a bottle to be cool to sit around. Do you remember when, like, girls that you never thought would have been strippers? Which I love doing, but I also don't like doing. Do you remember when girls you never thought were going to be strippers became strippers? And you were like, people would tell, it'd be like legends, they'd be like, if you guys know Heidi, you remember Heidi from high school? Like, yeah, I remember Heidi. 
she's dancing at Diamond Dust. Which one? And Bro, like, yo, let's we, go. We've talked about this before, but back in the days, early 2000s, if you knew a girl who got a like a boob job, you're like, "Bro, you remember fucking Rachel? I, Bro, she got fake tits." I saw a picture no of her way. making out with another girl. You're no, like, what? you're fucking you start spontaneously <laughs> exploding inside. You're like, "No way." Your zipper's getting wet with pre You start jacking it right there in the fucking I don't even, parking real lot. Real quick, I don't get pre-cum anymore. I used to get pre-cum all the time. Like me I, wouldn't, would, I wouldn't fully squirt, but I, I, I yeah, got I'd some drizzle. Little, that's but, some yo, pre-lava. I remember making out with a chick and then going to piss, and it's like spider web in my panties, you know? <laughs> it's like, I remember, I remember, I used to, there used to be this chick, Amanda, that I used to hook up with when I worked over at Universal Studios, and we would get all hot and heavy on it, and I'd get a handy or something, and she would go to give me a handy or a blowy, and she'd pull him out, and he'd already be fucking hit with the Peter Parker. Like, you know? Bro, I used to get that. Peter Parker can dig. Back in high school, me and my little high school sweetheart, I take the old Honda Civic hatchback DX and I take her to the movies or something fancy at the beach and we weren't fucking. We were like good Christian kids, but we would dry hump the shit to the like once every 30 days. We, oh. the, there would be there would be too much uh too much buildup. Yeah, too much too much anticipation. So we, we the Lord was right there. He was watching, like, all right now, but we were like, it doesn't count because we had our genitals in our pants. <laughs> Jesus is like, damn, they got me on a technicality. And I had to pull he over walks. I had to pull over at a gas station, pull out the squeegee for your window and just say, <laughs> Washing my Peter Parker dick. I'm just pre-jizzed out. I'm so hot and heavy and ready to go. Spider dick, spider dick, radioactive spider dick. You ever get so horny that like you ever dry hum so hard that like you like wearing clothes too that you Busted? actually got got off? I uh, I haven't got uh, no, but I dry hump so hard I had to go jack off. I was like, oh I yeah, finish. I mean, oh, I gotta finish. But I mean, right then, like, ah, I gotta whoa, whoa. finish this. It's a sex crime now. You can't. <laughs> yeah. Back in the good old days, you could just pull your dick out and start jacking it. I now. gotta do it. They're like, yeah. hey. Herman, they ruined his whole career. I'm like, now I'm like, what's the big deal? Did you ever get? A boner so hard when you were in school. It pulsated. It, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still get them every now and then when I'm, when I'm having good dick days. Wub, 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 yeah, it's wub, like wub. fucking throbbing. Yeah, it's like your dick took a whip. It just wub, 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 and, then, wub, and, then, wub. and then let's say you don't get lucky. It, it's kind of the gay thing to do, but you feel like you still got to show <laughs> someone like, yo, look how fucking good my dick looks. <laughs> You know, you, uh, maybe maybe that's me. I don't, maybe, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. Guys, I'm taking notes. I take notes during the podcast so that I can he remember. He me up on that silence. He, I was he, like, he uh, goes, all right. You show somebody how good. Right. And I stopped while taking notes like, what? No, like there's been times where like, I'm like, damn, it's too bad. Like, obviously I haven't had these as often since I'm fat as fuck now. But uh, I, I definitely... Back in the day, I was like, damn. You, you ever be, like, young and crazy at a party? You just walk around butt-ass naked because you're like, damn, I feel, like, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like my dick looks really good right now. I haven't had those in many, 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 many years. I've, I've had some good dick days where I've wanted people to, like, man, to nobody's around. It. Yeah. Yeah, just look at but, it. Uh, I've, That's when you take that little photo, <laughs> take that little fucking self back in the day. Oh, yeah. I, I, I actually used I used to participate in those fucking dick pics dick pic shit I got I got a little hooked to it to at first in the beginnings I think I was more excited about the technology aspect of it than I was the actual like act of it because when 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 uh, most of you young motherfuckers go ahead and you know go you know go to the fridge or something right about now but back in my days 
You know, we grew up in a time you weren't texting no motherfuckers. Bitches don't have, you don't have Mm-mm. a cell phone. So the you fact that you had to talk could, to her dad if you called at a certain hour. That was the yeah. worst. So to actually have a photo, a phone that could take a photo and yeah. you could text it to them. I mean, shit. I remember the first time I seen someone do that on a, on a Motorola Razor. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And now I'm just like, it, it kind of like. It kind of like I did it for a little bit, and then I only did it because I wanted to get things in return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, not, a, you're not sending dick, dick pics dick. because you're like, yeah. I I recently I recently you're fishing. You're dick fishing. Well, I recently sent a dick pic. I was like, whoa, I got whoa. Sent, yeah, I got sent some. I ain't uh, sent a dick pic in a long, long time, time either. I got sent some, I got sent some very sexy Years. some very sexy vagina pics, and then I was like, I kind of felt like I, I'm obligated here now to step up. Also, like this is kind of what they're asking. They weren't asking, but I was like, is this? And so when I sent it, the girl was like, yeah. And then I sent it, and I'm always that pause in between. I'm like, and then it says red, and I'm like, this is taking oh, yeah. too long. <laughs> like, it's like, come on, come on, come on. You feel like you're in a fucking the uh, in the bottom of the ocean in a submarine, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you're just waiting to see if they. <laughs> Fucking caught you on radar. You're like, come on, did they get it? Did they get I it? I did send. I did send two of the nicest dick pics. They're gentlemanly dick pics. I had. Uh, he looked really good in it. Uh, and, and Remember, we were a, gonna start a business called Glamour Cox. Glamour Cox. Glamour Cox. Glamour Cox. Glamour Cox. Yeah, that we would have photos made for your dick for all holidays and everything. We'd have that picture where your dick's got its like fist on its chin and it's thinking, and then right above it is a picture of the dick also looking in the another next direction. Next door is like a glory hole, and you just put it there, and we dress it up like a <laughs> yeah. old western fucking uh, scene. We put a cowboy hat on it. And you're a looking fucking... through a catalog. You're like, ooh, I like this one. That's the Mother's Day special. The hardest part is getting the butterfly to land on it, but if you just put a little honey and you wait in the field, it'll happen. Oh, man. You know there's some... Uh, but, but, okay, okay. Some guy who does some weird dick art like that. Holiday dick pic. Christmas dick pic for you, Mike. This is mine. My dick is dressed <laughs> like Santa. You already got one. I yeah. haven't even started. I think about this shit. He's like, wait a minute. This is My mine. dick's dressed like Santa, and he's like eating a cookie. Like you see it eaten, but then the little kids are coming down the stairs. Whoa, hold on, Miguel. You don't want to put <laughs> your dick next to little kids. They're not next to it. They're coming down. They don't see the magic that's happening. Oh, oh. So it's an ambush. Your, yeah. your dick has no, ambushed these little gonna kids. No, dick's going to disappear. That's what Santa does. And they're like, was well, Santa here? You know what else is going to disappear? Probably this fucking audio. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's like, I saw Santa. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so it's your dick pic. How picture. do we transition from that? Halloween dick pic picture, Mike Busey. Of, I mean, now that I've had my my dreams fulfilled, seeing a dude fuck a pumpkin. Not only one <laughs> dude, but multiple dudes. I don't even know. Like, I mean, you got to get a pumpkin involved. You know, <laughs> you got to get a. I like that you got it. Like, first of all, you gotta. I probably would like. Because I got a nice head on, a, a nice. You got a big mushroom head. Got I got, see, I got a head. thick shaft. This is where my dick is nice. I got a chubby dick. It's, it is, man. I'll take I, I, full hey, it's credit. Full control, be dick. You know? Hey, but hey. he, he, he ain't like he's like a snub nose revolver. It looks real mean and shit like that, but it don't have the distance. You know, but fucking couple feet away, it's gonna blow your back out like an alligator's head. Just short and mean looking. And this is probably why our podcast is never shared everywhere. This like, is why we can't get sponsors. We're like, <laughs> hey, man, Red Bull was really interested, and then they heard the uh, alligator head dick reference <laughs> yeah uh yeah so uh you know how many people probably uh, we should just call this the Anne frank podcast you know motherfuckers are like quietly like under a blanket <laughs> in their fucking in their cubicle like somewhere upstairs hiding in an attic quietly listening like what no, 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 I'm just, they probably got like there's someone listening right now laughing and smiling because he knows that 
he's got like if he listens to it out loud and he doesn't have headphones on you know there's like this go to like he's quickly going to tap something that turns on something else and it and it cuts off our podcast he has a secret button i forgot we met um it's like a fucking uh speakeasy he hits a button and all the bottles fall down and then it, the the fucking casino turns into like a chapel he's <laughs> like listen to that podcast i don't listen to that fucking filth we we met uh we we recently met a podcast listener of ours, Joni. Remember she told us she was a real-life lot lizard, too, because her husband was a trucker? Was we, she at a party? Yeah, we met her over at Nikki Bacon's party. Real pretty, sweet girl, and she had a real cool husband. Yeah, the Christmas party, yeah. Yeah, and, and she was telling us, she's like, I go, I go, hey. She comes up to me, she's like, I, I, I want to meet you. And her husband's like, Miguel, she's been wanting to meet you. And I was like, cool. And she's like, I'm a real-life lot lizard. And I was like, come with me to meet Mike right now. <laughs> you know what's weird when we meet people... Or even when people DM me or text me because they found my number on one of the episodes, I even though they say they're listening, I never know either, man. I I'm still feel like, like I don't know. Are you? Are they really listening? Yeah, I'm like, did you really listen? Because someone, I'll be honest with you. How many? Do we know how many episodes we've done? Does anyone sixty something? If you've listened to all seventy fucking podcast, whatever the fuck number it's on, do we know the exact number? Okay, if you've listened to all 64 podcast episodes, you have literally gone down some fucking... You've literally read my diary for a year If you've listened to 64 podcasts, you've only listened to 15, because we probably talk about the same shit over and over, It is a little hard putting it all together, you know. If you've listened to 64 podcasts, you've listened to at least one hour and 47 minutes of Charlotte Russe stories that we've told over and over again. Yeah, it's, it's... I don't know where sometimes take it, you know. It's just, it's cool though because it is kind I know of we've a, never a digital about, diary. Yeah, talked about our dick pics like in detail. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so it's the end of the year. This is the last episode of the year. And we just had my sexy Santa Christmas holiday birthday party. Absolutely fucking amazing. Did you have a good time? Oh, I had a blast. Good. The, the night before, we did the, our traditional bros and hoes, which is basically when my close friends and, and some ladies, uh, they're not really hoes, you know. It's just, you know, it's just, it just rhymes. It's just the bros. Come on. Hey, come yeah. on, baby. It's just me and the bros talking in the garage. You know you know how we are. You know, that's, I feel like this, the, the whole entire podcast is that. Like, come on, babe. We don't mean to mean. Come on. It's just, just the bros talking. I know that that's not what you're supposed I feel like this is what every guy our age has to say to their kids. Like, I'm sorry. Daddy still talks like he grew up. But you're right. You don't call Eskimos ice monkeys. I apologize. I never heard you that know? one. I didn't know that was even a word. <laughs> Nobody's ever used it. You know? Are Eskimos under under uh, persecution or anything? I didn't know. No, Eskimos are probably a group of people that uh, have gotten no help from anyone, you know, and they're just like doing their own grind, though. Yeah. Um. So, the fucking bros and hoes adventure. We uh, took the the squad. We we took the tour bus and we converted it. Because if you've ever been on the bus, there's a front, like, living room area. It's like a couch, another couch, and there's, like, a little, like, table that you would, like, see on a traditional, like, RV or camper. And then there's, like, a kitchen area, and then there's, like, a shower and a bathroom area. And then down, I would say, majority of the bus is, like, a long hallway. Yeah. And in that hallway is um, 12 bunks. It's basically little like fucking capsules you can slide away and go into this hypodermic chamber and wake up in the I future. I hate. I've only slept in the bunks twice in my whole. Time. I've never slept in any. And of the I bunks. can't. I can't. 
I can't. I see, I see sometimes really big guys in there with a chick, and I'm like, how the fuck do y'all both Dude, fit in there? Dude, Dink fucked a girl in there. Dude, he f- he fucked someone in one of those bunks? Uh, yeah, man, that chick uh, that R. fucked R. like everybody. Yeah. R.I.P. to that girl, damn. Oh, yeah, okay. she was done. She had to be like fucking, like when you spread Play-Doh as thin as you can, you can kind of see through it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so we uh, took out the middle bunk. So there's 12 bunks, but when you take out four bunks, now you have... Room for 16 people. Yeah. Four times four. And <laughs> then. I like how you threw that flex out there. Yeah. Like, just know. in case y'all don't know, 16, or as I like to call it, eight, yeah, four, whatever. and four more. <laughs> whatever, whatever, you know. A little math flex on you guys. Yeah, check it out, you know. So, uh, but obviously, it wasn't meant to do that. And it was really, really spacious. We took down the curtain. We put in a bunch of uh, LEDs, me and the Electrons, and we kind of like pimped it out some more. I went and got some more cymbals that I found, uh, some guitars, and we like started decorating it and started taking some, we started repurposing It was like things. Save the Rec Center type vibe where yes. it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, we went to the, uh, the Ten of Pleasures and got some of the Moroccan style pillows and redecorated it and basically had a whole vibe and took two of the doors off. Which was kind of crazy because then it was like more open. It was super open. But my biggest thing the whole time, I'm like, I'm going to take doors off. Cool. That's where I sleep during like parties in the back room. And so the whole time. Oh, I'm you like, were very out of me. Like, <laughs> like let's we get must the, return this door. Let's get that door to Mike's room back on at the end. Boy, I'm going to start hiding everything I need you to do behind <laughs> that door. Because I know you see the back of it. Somehow, I can literally just put like, dear Miguel, I know you're reading this. Please don't forget to call this guy and ask him about the blah 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 dude there's two things that always i'll always make sure on my priority list during events making sure the bed is set up in the back of the His fucking blowjob yeah sanctuary. i gotta get my blowjob sanctuary set up and then i'll always be like hey gum mike's got a list of things for you to do so okay make sure you set that bed up and then i was like hey poop where are you and it was getting close to the night he was like oh i'm getting ready for the party i was like I need you to put that door back on, brother. He's like, oh, okay, okay. And he came, and we got it, and he was like, we were putting it together, and at one point it wasn't closing right, and he, I could see, like, he was like, hmm, and I'm like, poop, got solved this shit, okay? I need this door, okay? Out of all the things we need, I need this door to close. So we we uh, dress up all black, like a funeral, Yeah. and then I surprised my friends by taking them from spot to spot, and the first stop was at this place called Sky Zone, which is basically a church ran business on property owned and operated by a on church. a church property yeah it's like if the chick-fil-a employees were running like a, a trampoline park that's where we're at except we 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 originally had negotiated to have it to ourselves right for an hour we're like all right we're gonna be in there one hour in and out fucking bada bing bada boom and of course we told all of our friends to be here at five o'clock sharp that we're leaving wheels on the ground at five thirty, and eighty percent of them definitely didn't believe it. Uh-uh. Just from years of us never being on time. Well, this time we were actually on time, so the joke was on them. They're like, "Yo, where are you at?" I'm like, "Yo, we're fucking. We're like twenty minutes away." Oh, what the fuck? And I was like, "Motherfucker, read your text. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> the plan was to be there at five. You didn't listen to lo- the rules. There was lots of people just fu- and, and the worst part about it is this is what happens when people don't 
show up on time. Instead of them being like, I'm real sorry. I know we were supposed to leave at 530. Is there a way I could meet you? They're like, just send me the address to the next place or I'll meet you there. And you're like, no, motherfucker, it's organized. Because we're like, if you didn't make it to the first stop on time, why are we going to tell you where we're at now? Because by the time you get there, we're going to be going to the next spot. Yeah. And then you got to drink and then you got to fucking possibly drive. So you're putting yourself at risk and, and wasting your own time and you're actually decreasing the vibe. But in certain oh. cases, they actually kind of helped because we were definitely not going to fit so, like 15 more people on that Here's bus. the best part about the Sky Zone part. As they get into the house here at 5 o'clock, I have to have them fill out like a form. So I got to tell them then where we're going. Because we usually don't tell anyone where we're going until the last minute. But I have to have them fill out a liability form. And as they're doing it, I'm having to tell girls like... Did you bring, like, anything else to wear? Because one girl came dressed up in that little bunny outfit, little thong bunny outfit. That's it. Oh, well, well let me just speed up this because basically. Bambi had no panties on One of the all. girls had no panties on. and uh, We're going they, to Trampoline Park. Yeah, that's ran by a church. And, and having no panties didn't stop anyone from participating in all trampoline-related activities. So, there was an obstacle course, like a Ninja Warrior course. Pussies just hanging out. <laughs> So, like, an hour early before we we left, we were informed that there was also going to be some other people there, and uh, they were going to be there with us, but we were going to kind of do our own little We kind of thought that what they meant was we're going to have our own area, but when you leave your area, you know, the whole thing's still being run with people. What they meant was they're going to be people exactly where we are. And they also, one of the terms were is that we couldn't bring the bus onto the actual property. Right. And the bus was so, the least profane thing that was going to happen. So they dropped the, the tour bus. Thank you, Saul, for driving. He, he dropped us off like almost a good half a mile from the actual yeah. property, and we walked and downtown. And Claremont's got hills. It's the only part of fucking Florida that's hilly. Yeah. So we're like walking through hills and shit. So here we are. There's 50, 50 people. Joey Fatone, Mike Busey's stupid, crazy friends, face tattoos, dreadlocks, a very colorful cast and crew like of people. seven panties out of the 40 girls that are there. Yeah. And we, we get there. And immediately we're like, oh, yeah, these fucking soccer mom Christian bitches are pissed. And the dads. Arms folded, like straight up just like. "Mm." And the dads are getting front row seats. They're like, I think if I sit right here, I'm going to get a shot. They got to play it cool because they obviously want to look, but they know they can't. So they're like, they have to pretend they're disgusted, too. Do you know how many dads were probably like. Hey, is that Joey Fatone? I'm going to go check Joey Fatone out. <laughs> but what's cool, what's funny, and I'm sorry, Joey, but some people probably are like, if they had no idea who I was, they're yeah. like, oh, my God, I fucking in-sync guy. Jesus Christ. Look at the trash he hangs out with. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Disgusting. Tell your friends to put on some panties, Lance Bass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so Joey Fatone probably is Which probably Backstreet Boy is that? Church. Because he brought a bunch of whores to my church. <laughs> yeah, so... We show up, and the organizer, who was a super nice uh, cool dude, dude he's a Marine, thank you for your service. Thank you for letting us come in. Um, we were very well behaved. We were there. A he was super of, cool about us being there. We were there 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes before, like, uh, go ahead, t- tell him. <laughs> comes tell him. to me. And, like, so this is what happens, guys. When we do all these stuff, like, like for Mike's birthday, uh, me and Mike, we plan all this. What you guys know is we're planning all this shit the week of. We always say, why didn't we Why didn't we plan this before? Why didn't we set this up? So we're setting up all these events. So when we get Probably there. Probably just opening up a church to let a bunch of heathens in real quick on their fucking Sodom and Gomorrah bus <laughs> isn't the easiest thing to pull off sometimes. So when we get there, uh, 
There's not like like just to let you guys know. I, I don't. This is something you know. I want to bring up because I, I want to toot my horn. I don't get to really chill and enjoy these things until the end of the night when it's all. You done. mean all of our irresponsible, ungrateful friends that basically make us work? Uh, yeah. I'm working my birthday. I'm sweating. I'm stressing. Trying to get. I made it very simple. Where to be on what time? And told them the urgency of it, and they still can't follow through. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. So so we get there, and I'm having like a little nice moment of cool. And then the guy who runs it, I'm, and I'm watching, and I'm watching the girls all doing these, uh, and I'm up top watching below. So I'm watching these everybody do this Ninja Warrior course, and I'm not seeing what everybody else is seeing. Which, I'm up top. Let me describe this. This is like when you have a very prim and proper person that's you know that you you don't want to like make uncomfortable, and then you have your drunken uncle yeah. or your crazy ratchet like your uncle friend. just showed up with his stripper girlfriend at Thanksgiving. Yes, and she's trying to tell you that it's fifty dollars for a handy if you're interested. So we're at this place, you're just this- praying that someone doesn't do or say the wrong thing. Yeah. So while this is all happening, our crew's minding their business. Basically. Here's the thing. Which we, I thought we, we were very well behaved. Our for the crew's record. not cursing. Our crew's not acting like assholes. They're having a blast. But as we mentioned, there are probably seven pairs of panties in this whole operation for like the 25, 30 girls that are there. Yeah. And they're all in dresses. So these girls are all ninja warrior course. And every, and every time they do it, these fucking little kids are looking at fallopian tubes and fucking birth canals. Kid boners <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. Dad boners yep. all day. Oh, for sure. Sure. And so then the guy who put this all, who helped us put this together, the guy who runs the trampoline park, the, the young Marine. The first taste of the nightlife. He comes up to me. He's like, hey, uh, Miguel, can I talk to you real quick? And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I'm already reaching in my pocket for cash. I'm like, what's this going to cost? What are you about to tell me? What, how much am I going to have to throw at you? Because one of my guys fucking sucked the titty on the trampoline and a little kid, just his voice just dropped. He's like, is there any way I can get you guys to get out of here? <laughs> no, you no, you said verbatim to me was like, "Hey, yeah, um, one of the mugs." Yeah, well, that's what he says. He comes. They to me. saw some panties. Yeah, and you're like. They saw some panties. I'm like, they saw panties. I was like, that's the best fucking case scenario I can give them right it's like, now. Trust me, we made her put on the panties. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, you know, the mom's complaining that there's a lot of panties being seen. There's I'm a, like, there's, I'm a like, a whole, there's a whole lot of panties down I'm there. I'm like, there ain't a lot of panties, man. That's some pussy. But, uh, and I, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, and I even told him, I go, you can even pretend you kicked me out if it makes us that's look That's a cheap thing to say. We basically, yeah. we're like, yo, you could totally just You could just be fun. like, get the fuck out of here, you heathens or whatever. thrown some shit at the door yeah. and walked off. And then he was Goddamn like, Joey Patone. <laughs> you bring your horse squad over here again, and I'm going to give you number one and number two. That's my fist fucker. Uh, but that's no, Sunday at church. They're having NSYNC <laughs> fucking CD burns. Everybody's talking about the guy. <laughs> They're running the fucking bulldozer over them. <laughs> fucking, fucking, fucking Tipper Gore there. <laughs> Shane Connors fucking in the pews tearing fucking photos of a damn sink up. Fucking you gotta be old enough to catch that reference. Fucking uh, uh but uh so he's like no 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 it just and then he was so apologetic he's like if, if you guys want to do this again which I do want to set up something next month he's like if you guys want to come back again he's like I'd love to have you um because he, 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 but he, he was a marine he, ain't a pussy. Yeah, he, a, he reiterated that he goes it's just you know a lot of panties and I'm like <laughs> Bro, that ain't panty you're looking at. That's just uh, that's some weathered pussy <laughs> so that's flopping around. So we were there for 10 minutes. Uh, we walked back half a mile to the highway. We got picked off like some fucking transients. Uh, got back in the bus, started drinking some more, and then drove a good 20 minutes to the middle of nowhere 
to the Citrus, Citrus Showcase. Showca- I was just about to look for it. Citrus Showcase, yes. On Highway 27. Our, our homie Orlando. Orlando's the fucking man. And Tara, the owner of the park. So, it was so, absolutely beautiful. Tara's gorgeous. What's, she reminds me of uh, uh, Sarah Connor from she Terminator. She looks like Sarah Connor from Terminator, yeah. She looks like Sarah Connor. A little hotter, though. And yeah. that's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, so what Citrus Showcase is, it's like an ecotourism spot on Highway 27 out in Groveland. It's Claremont or Groveland or something like that. Uh, Claremont, I don't know. Courtney knows it, all that. It's, like the, it's like the, they basically own the backyard of Disney World. Yeah, they own the backyard of Disney World. It's like 180 or 500. It's, no, it's, no, a, it's like 25. 2,500 acres. Yeah, yeah. 2,500 acres. 2,500 acres, guys. And then... Uh, they have all wild animals. They got water buffalo, zebra, all this cool shit. And they have like a little. Me and Mike found. So one day, me and Mike were on. It's one like of our a fucking, side road attraction. You yeah. pull in to get some orange juice and a. You buy some fucking caramel candy. Oh, and I will go place. on record. I think we talked about this. But the first time we went there, I flexed like a G. Uh, as they, as the girl who worked the counter showed us around, I just constantly grabbed shit, opened it up, and drank it or ate it, and gave her the look like you know, you see, know who we are. I'm checking. I'm making sure they know to check in. See, guys, our friend Miguel Clue Jr. As a habitual sh- a shoplifter, I like to. Not because he can't buy it, he just wants to. Look. He I just, just want to flex. It makes him feel alive. I just don't. I won't. I will never take anything uh, any anywhere in Texas. He's like or a hardy. He's like a hardy criminal. Uh, he, when he gets out, he just yeah. has to immediately offend again. I just want to let him know, man. Like I get it. That grape soda, a chump might pay for it. I'm gonna finish it, and then halfway when I'm done, I'm gonna put it back in the cooler. Like that was good. I'm gonna save that for when I yeah, come Miguel, back. Watch out! If you ever see Miguel in your establishment and you got cold beverages, he will steal them. I will take it. Yeah. But we, uh, they, they, uh, they took it. So Orlando and Tara, <laughs> bro, we just call him up the day, like the day before, man. Oh, my friend, my friend, oh my friend. <laughs> he sets up for us. He goes, yeah. Uh, Tara said it's okay. We order a bunch of pizzas, have a bunch of really good pizzas, some like gourmet, gourmet pizzas. pizzas set up over there. Uh, and, and half my friend, like Midget Mac and shit, and Jacob Mosler, and they're all they're like piling in last minute yeah uh showing up yeah it, it was another like 20 people showed up yeah and, and and so we get there they set up this pavilion dude and I, I don't know i told you orlando put all those christmas lights and everything up that for is, us god bless you he orlando. decorated this whole shit for us and then all i keep telling everybody is hey you guys can drink just put it in a solo cup and goddamn chris and goddamn art, art and every every time i turned around and this is all the chris this is what you would say every time that's why i was like are you tripping shrooms right now chris he's like no no where are you no, not that, but that point. Uh, this is what happens. He'd have a beer, and I'm like, Chris, I told you, so look up. He's like, oh, right, right. But still no quick movement, Cause, like, cause let these, me put it away or our, anything. Our retarded associates think that this is, like, normal business. I was like, yo, this place closed, like, two hours ago. And it's not a bar or anything. It's a fucking, it, it's, it's a roadside attraction. Yeah, so and, it's like a fam. We've gone to two family establishments in a row. Yeah, and, and, and I mean. One wasn't open yet. And one was closed. closed. And it's like, my God, I literally came to Art, and I was like, Art, Art, put the beer in a solo cup. He's like, oh, again? <laughs> so here we are, pulled up in the middle of nowhere. Oh, and, and you can, and, and, and all our friends walking off to smoke weed. Don't go, and I give Stephen all credit. All 20 feet away. Yeah, I give Stephen credit, because Stephen and Scott went far uh, to smoke. The rest of these motherfuckers walk out of the pavilion just out of the pavilion, sparking up blunts and shit, and I'm like, it's okay. The owner has basically turned a blind eye to us fucking around. Oh, totally. And but they, they got like 16, 17 year olds working yeah, there. Yeah, they just don't want it in their hours, face. And we're just like showing up like fucking Motley oh, Crew and, and, and a here's, bus. Here's Ralphie at one point. It's like a crew of fucking like little 18 year old girls who work there, and I just walk by and there's Ralphie. He's like, yeah, we're having a Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking Ralphie. So we're like 
We're about to get on these monster truck school bus. They're school bus monster trucks, painted with their fucking tiger striped monster school bus trucks. And, I mean, monster truck tires. You're talking eight, not jacked up eight feet. At yeah. The tire. yeah. We had to get onto like a platform, load onto like a yeah. A, 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 a fucking. And they got their shit together, man. Yeah, that it was platform. like a it was like a whole like a staircase. You get to go like a ramp and shit, and you had to load up on it. And we get on it and. Uh, you guys go on that first tour. Yeah, they have been open since the fucking like twenties or some shit. They basically uh, the original owner, the, the the grandfather, whatever. He's like a he was a heart surgeon, and I guess I guess he like was his plan was to buy up land around Disney so that it could be an acquisition later on. Yeah, and like I said, he he owns like twenty five or fifteen hundred. I don't know. Twenty five hundred acres. Twenty five hundred acres, and and twenty five hundred acres that backs up to Disney. This is. More than millions of dollars worth of land. Yeah, as soon as we drive out onto these swamp things, I scream, I did this all for you. And I think half of them believed it because directly in front of us, like I swear to God, not even three miles or something. I don't even know how. It might have been two miles away. Directly straight ahead through the orange groves, you see Disney's fireworks going on. And if if some of you guys are listeners who've never been to Disney World, not from Florida, what you don't understand is nightly Disney puts on a fireworks show that your city would put on for the 4th of July. Yeah, so it is a great vibe. It's night, and they're doing something they've never done before, and that's drive these monster trucks at night, which I think is a huge mistake. However... They later on, later that night, maybe maybe slightly uh, regret Well, what it. happened is we have a second group going on, and we've still got room for other people uh, who were on the first group. So we're like, come on, everybody who wants to ride again. And no one knows oh. what we're doing. Like, uh-uh. And you know everyone's drinking and not listening to a damn thing oh, we Oh, our say. goddamn Russian neighbor walks onto the fucking thing. Remember, this is a family company that you're smoking a blunt. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, oh, we can't do that here? I was like, no, you can't walk on a goddamn bus smoking a blunt. So she goes, I'll put it out. I like, put it the fuck out. What did she, she puts it down. And I'm like, it's not out. She's like, oh, oh, I got to put it out. A complete shit show. And we're... It's the, it's the no home training club. We're driving through the swamp backwoods of this huge, beautiful property. We drive through this big, like, lake, like, swamp area. That's on the first tour, yeah. The we first ride up on these zebras, and this water buffalo wanted all the smoke and came out the zebras, and we're all screaming and yelling. And those zebras probably are like, what the fuck is going on? It's night. Why is that truck here? And why is all these drunk people screaming and flashing their cell phones? Like how the zebras and other people are drunk. Why are oh, these yeah. drunk you, people? <laughs> you could tell we were wasted. And Orlando's on his, like... Uh, tourist attraction heads, Disney, uh, Britney Spears yeah. like headset. Mind you guys, Mike. Orlando is the guy that Mike constantly thinks is my father. He looks like your dad. He looks nothing like my father. I, I saw he came to a party last year, and I was like, "Damn, I can't believe Miguel's dad coming." He's like, "My dad didn't fucking come." I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I was like hugging on him and he shit." Introduced him to people. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, this is Miguel's dad," <laughs> and I don't think he heard it. And then they're like, "Oh my god!" So he really felt welcomed. Yeah, when he came. So uh, he had a good time, Orlando. Thank you very much. He had all these scallies sitting with him taking pictures, yeah. and. And then uh, later on, they were like, I met your father. And I was like, I went where? To, I, went, I went to the back of the bus with your father. <laughs> yeah, I gave your father a blowy. I'm like, when? They're like, at the, at the party. I was like, he's not here. And Orlando's sitting there getting his dick sucked. He's like, Migo was my favorite son. <laughs> I remember holding him in my hands when he was a baby. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, that was our that second was the first stop. Ri- that was the, but that was the first ride. Tell him about the second trip. So, we had to load up another, like, the other 20-plus people. On to an, uh, the next ride that came back, 
and I, I stayed with it because I wanted to, you know, hang with everybody. And we don't even get a hundred like feet out to like the 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 gates before it. Uh, I don't know what the axle is. It's like one of the main main rear axles. It is probably like a four inch uh, circumference steel tubing yeah. that completely snapped. Snapped. And we're literally looking like the Titanic at a 45 degree angle. It's like three wheel motion on a low rider where it's just fucking boom on yeah. the side. And we, I, we all, a lot of us got dress shoes on yeah. and it's a little Remember, dusty. Remember, no, pa- no panties. So sliding. No panties. Pussies are flying everywhere. So they have to set up a ladder. Mission Max like, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, and, and, and they have to set up a ladder the uh, owner's like probably a having a nervous breakdown because he thinks yeah. we're all going to sue them. So and- we have to walk not down a ladder, climbing down a ladder, but using the ladder as a plank to walk yeah. on, and it's like at a 90-degree end. I thought for sure you were going to bust your ass. No, I knew I had it. I'm short-footed as a mountain goat. I had no faith in you because yeah. you were wearing slippery-ass shoes. I was. All that, all, that, all that dirt out there in the sand, I couldn't stand up straight without falling over. At one point, I was legitimately starting to like panic a little bit to think that the entire monster truck was going to turn over and like like we were going to flip over because i if every there was a lot of big motherfuckers oh, on yeah there. the whole crew's fucking big man yeah so if we all would have jumped on ones i was like immediately like taking executive all right i need all the big guys on this side women and midgets on and this Ralphie's side and Ralphie's rocking it side to side yeah it was it was it was a bad awesome idea that ended very shortly but we still had the time of our life and then from there we went to Nikki Bacon's like annual Christmas party where hundreds of hundreds of people and a lot of good old boys too. Oh yeah, they were like, "Well, I never seen this many black people in a long time." They're looking at Midget Mac like, "I don't know, he might be half, but he's still one." You but, know? So we fucking pull up, and I remember we like I kind of didn't want to get near all the crowd, so I kind of walked out towards the dock. And Nikki Bacon's parking, you're talking hundreds of people, food trucks. He's got our stage over there, and there's two people doing the dueling, dueling pianos. pianos it was a great stuff. vibe. There's a guy dressed up as Santa Claus, like a super legit one. It's a bunch of older people, and there's some younger people. And this, I remember walking by this dude, he goes, holy fuck, Mike Busey, what the fuck? Oh, my God. And then I took a picture with him, and in like two seconds, he's like, what the fuck, Joey Fatone? Oh my god! And then this guy's probably like, "What the fuck's going on?" I just saw these two. I was like, "Joey, we need to do like a show where me and you just pop up to random places <laughs> and just crash parties and just hang out and you do karaoke of your own songs." Joey and shit. Fatone, karaoke's your party. Yeah, everybody's it, moms just creaming their panties. The kids are like, "Was god. he like a Jackson Five or <laughs> which one was he? Is he Tito?" How cool would it? He's like the ultimate party like trick, like. Hey, I'm fucking famous as fuck, and everyone knows me, and I've been all over the world and had dinner with Tom Hanks and Goldie and yet, Hawn. If, and you've, if you've lived in Orlando and you don't have a I ran into Joey Fatone story, it's because you don't really live. Yeah. Shaq and Joey Fatone, if you yeah. live in Central Florida, you've, you've had an occurrence where you've seen him or you've met him. Uh, either at a gas station or you saw him driving in traffic. This is like the most Central Florida statement you could make. You could be like, you want to get empanadas from that school bus? Which one? The one by the airport? No, the one by the time we saw Shaq hit that fucking alligator when he was driving a Tesla. The one by Joey Fatone's house? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's like the most Orlando statement. So if you grew up in Central Florida, 
you've ran into all these motherfuckers and, and probably myself, even though I'm obviously at the bottom of the, of that. 51st of that. most famous person in Orlando, though. Is Joey on that list, too? I don't know, because he was living in Tampa for a long time, remember? like No, he. I think he was on that list. We got to look that up. So we gotta, Someone can fact check us. We don't want to know. I know, like, Mickey Mouse was, like, number one or two. We should, call, we should call the Orlando Weekly, because we were ace reporters for them for a day. Well, now that we've uh, appeared on Tiger King oh, yeah. on Netflix, I, I would hope that we have risen up a few points. We, so. They never wanted to give us a desk. Yeah, but we so we're at we're at Nikki Bacon's party, and and you're not shitting yourself, which is huge. Yes. Did you have to shit it all that night? No, no, because like normally I eat really early. I plan my 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 fucking Your poops. Yeah, my poops around like my social life. I'm like, oh well, I can't go out anymore now. I've I've obviously ate too when much. When did you really start drinking too? Because I don't feel like I know you did. We did. We we advised everybody no drinking at the I, trampoline park. I started drinking at Nikki Bacon's because I was like, I can't drink at the fucking the the, the church. And I uh, fucking trampoline park. And, and then, then the other place, I don't think you really had time to drink because you were yeah. talking to the owner. It was like, go, go, out. go. Yeah. And then we were eating. So it was it was a perfect, like, pub. It was like a pub crawl. It was crawl. like a pub crawl, yeah. But no one knew we were going. Yeah. And then after, at Nikki's house, we went to the strip club. Went to the strip club. And we basically, they tried to punk us. They, like It was so ridiculous. I pop out of the bus. I walk into the strip club. Uh, and it's a crazy horse strip club because fuck it. We'll talk. And I walk up to the front door and I say, hey, listen, I go, I'm just, and real cool, I was like, I'm just asking, can I speak to your manager? And the girl goes and gets the manager, he's a real nice guy, comes out, he's like, hey, I go, hey, I got like 50 people on a party bus and we want to come hang out somewhere. I was like, is there a way you could just wave the cover? That's all I want, wave the cover, and then everybody yeah. could come on in. And, uh, Not because we don't want to pay. We just we got a I just lot of broke friends. Yeah, and... I just want to keep it moving. I just yeah. want to keep it moving. Get everybody in because they're going to buy drinks. Everybody's going to drink a lot. We're going to double what you were about to make in your club right now because yeah, people and, are going to drink. And, and let us, for, for all fairness, we've been here before, and every time we show up, it's literally like we've never been there before. Yeah. And every time we go there, we definitely embarrassed staff with our generosity, with tipping and and, and blessing the people ladies. People were buying bottles, and they're already, you know? Yeah, like, 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 like drinks. Everybody was drinking. Everybody was drinking there. You're talking everybody, and here's the deal: everybody there. For, I think a fifty dollar minimum would be a low end of what what every oh, yeah. single person. That place, there was no one going in. Then we were. There at, was nobody we, in there. We were at the, towards the climax slash end of the night, and we basically took over the whole place. And it's a small strip club. And so all I asked was, I was like, no, no cover. If you can do no cover, because I just wanted people to walk in, go in. So the guy gets off the phone. He's like, ah oh, man, the best, the best my boss want to do is is a five dollar cover. So at, at I. I was kind of pissy about the principal, but Mike was like, hey, it's fucking five bucks. I was like, you're right. It's Did five we pay bucks. It? Uh, everybody pay. Everybody pay. Oh, well, now I don't feel bad about getting my dick sucked well, and me, spraying champagne me, everywhere, let me motherfuckers. Get, let's get to that. Let's get to that, Captain Climax. Like, let's build a story. But we got there, and uh, so everybody pays the $5 cover. Well, what happens is I told the guy there was 50 people. There turned out to be like 65, 68 yeah, 50, people. 60 because I knew there was 50 on the boat. He, he literally goes... To the girl at the door, he's like, how many people have come in? She's like, like 45. He goes, okay, after these five, the rest of your friends have to pay the full cover. My and I was like, father. what the fuck? And Dude. he's like, he's telling me, he's like, you said 50 people. I said, I'm bringing more fucking people in than I thought. They're all going to drink. I didn't have a full count. He's like, Neil, you said 50. I said, get and, your and, fucking and let, me, let me be 100% honest. Inside, we want to be like, yo, you know, like, just me and Miguel, we get paid to show up places. Like, we get paid, paid. 
Uh, Midget Mac gets paid. Joy yeah. Batone gets paid. These girls all look hotter than the dancers you have on staff right now. They make money. We, we're we not like fucking chopped liver yeah. here, you know? And But we're still like... Like, damn, these motherfuckers trying to punk us. So I give a shout out to the doorman, Courtney, who's in charge. He's like one of the door managers. He comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, there's no way we're not going to make this work. He's like, so he tells the girl at the front, just take, take, take the five from everybody. That's fine. I'm glad I didn't know that because I thought we got all in free. No, no. I obviously must have been drinking at that moment. Yeah, you were out. Uh, And then the guy. Don't judge me, man. So we all come in and then. Dink and them go tree no tree goes straight to the bar and tree's like hey I want to I want to buy a couple hundred uh, maybe I, they were trying to charge us based on the weight that we were yeah. bringing not the amount of people but the sizes of the people well tree goes to buy hundreds from them and they're like oh uh, you uh, basically they're basically telling me you can only buy like a hundred at a time and tree's like no I want to buy like five hundred like ones and they're like no they're, they're basically not going to sell him more money and then. Uh, that girl Chandler and Brandy, they came up and they were like, "How much is a bottle? Or like, or what do you have on bottle specials?" And the girl was like, "We have like some vodka for one hundred and fifty dollars." And they were like, "We should probably just get that if we're all gonna drink, right?" And I'm like, "I'll go in. I'll go in with that if we're all gonna drink." And the girls like, "Actually, you gotta order bottles from your bottle service girl." We're like, "Okay, can you send her over?" She's like, "Oh, she's uh, she's out taking a break right now." And I'm like, "Motherfuckers, like, like." We just want drinks. We just and we would we would be like upset if this is the first. That's it's, the thing. If this was the first time, this type like, of shit ah, happens all the time. That's the thing. In this place, it always happens with us at man. And it's never like the owners. It's always no. like the 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 mediocre, fucking lame ass, non giving a fuck uh, people who work there that literally are watching potential thousands of dollars, and then they're actually like shitting on us, and then they're you know. Like, don't get me wrong. There are times when we get paid to show up. They're wine and dining us. We're taking home fucking, fucking shrimp scampies hey, on to-go boxes. We did that shitty strip club. We're that fucking had that, all the waitresses. Like the, the one that in Georgia that had that little bit of dirt floor when you first walked in? Yeah, I damn sure did. And hey, listen, all they had potato chips. They had the cheapest ghettoest spread, but the love was there. Yeah. They were showing motherfucking love. They, like, pop off vodka for us. Like, the owner came in and hung out on the bus with yeah. us. Yeah. I think she said a prayer with us or something. Some old black lady, yeah. super cool. Peaches is yeah. Peaches Strip Club in in um, Dirt Austin, floor. Georgia. Dirt floor, pool tables. All the girls were Chris, like, "You're smiling." It had a dirt floor, bro. And they rolled out the fucking nines. Yeah, and we, we I've, and our girls started getting on stage and dancing. And this is what happens when our girls get on stage and dance. They give the girls, the dancers, the money. Our girls never keep the cash when they get on there. Like Bianca just Bianca just wants to get on a stage no matter where it is. You can't tell her no. It's just like be, as a business person, like let's just say like I hate Joey Fatone. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Fatone's bar girl. Let's say I hate him. Let's say if he fucked my wife or something, whatever. I'm not going to fucking give these prob- people a bunch of problems when they're... And we're all being nice. We're not yeah. being divas. We're not saying, do you know who the fuck we are? No, we ain't, we ain't we, on that we're level. We're like, oh, I get it. You got rules, man. We're just asking you to help us out. But I get it. You got rules. It's like, we're not saying, we're not going to show ID. No, everybody's going to... Joey Fatone's going to show your ID. Mike's going to show his ID. We're going to pay the cover. But don't tell me, oh, there's 15 people more than you said, and the strip club's empty at 1 o'clock. And you don't want our 15 more guests in there. Yeah, it was beyond me. But luckily, I was uh, drunk and didn't give a fuck by then. Dink ended up getting a bottle. He bought a bottle of champagne over for you. And when he bought the bottle of champagne over for you, what was happening to you? I guess I I I didn't really 
accurately recall, but I did see a video. Did I did I post it on the uh, the the members only feed? Remind me to post that because I have a video of me getting my dick. Tell sucked. them what happened. You got to tell them what happened. I'm in the middle of the club. And I'm throwing money and shit, and it's wild now. And uh, Jacob Moser, who one of my crazy ass friends, ripped my pants down. And then Courtney comes up and starts sucking my dick. And then someone handed me a bottle of champagne. Was, Might have been was Dink. Dink. Dink bought you a bottle and of I champagne. And I started drinking it and spitting it all like a fucking like a, a like a fucking uh, a, a sprinkler, just shooting. Uh, getting my dick sucked, pants around my ankles, bare ass. Okay, I'm not. I don't wear underwear, player. I've been free balling for a long, long time, and I'm sh- spraying champagne into the air, and no one's saying anything to me. And it's like, hold on, this is the same place that didn't even want to let us in fucking <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes ago. Like, what the fuck's going I mean, why on? Why wouldn't they want us in here? You yeah, know? <laughs> and, and and they weren't obviously like I, I don't know. I think they they saw like. Oh, they just showed them the bus. They ain't they ain't trying to go nowhere else. Okay, we about to get they they look at shit like that. Yeah. You know? Because I've been I was in there before, um, maybe like four months ago, and it was a whole different operation of people, and they were fucking like basically sucking my dick and, and handing me fucking shot after shot and didn't want us to leave. And then and then we weren't even spending money. Yeah. They, we had just showed I think it was like your birthday, Chris, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So like there and, and I think some of the all the girls came back to the house and danced and fucking got wild and so it was like I think I was butt ass naked in the hot tub with all of them that dinner night. So it's like it's just weird sometimes and and I, I when I was younger I would be like what the fuck you know like get all like in my feels but it's just like it's actually more of a G move to stay humble because then eventually they kind of figure it out because they'll be like who is this guy what is what is going on with this and then they Google and they're like oh we fucked up. Like, yo, I, I, I be telling me, I always tell people like a door guy or security, if someone doesn't know who I am, that wants to like, you know, f- fuck with us. I was like, Hey man, I get it. I'm a venue owner. I get it. So I'm glad to see you're doing your digital diligence. I would, I would hope that my staff does exactly what you're doing. And when you hit them with that, normally they're like, Oh, okay. He's cool. He's cool. So, yeah. You know? And then like, what? And then you get your dick suck in the middle of the club, yeah. spitting champagne, like fuck all you motherfuckers get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, COVID fucking everyone gets it. You get COVID, you get COVID. Yeah, so then uh then I don't really remember much too much we came after back, that. We came back over here. Um the vibe was good. Uh and then a, a turbo was, broke the windshield of your fucking cop car. Yeah, appreciate Did, it. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate it, Chris. Uh all right, it's all you filmed it. I, I don't even have the footage. Yeah, maybe I, if I see something, someone destroy my property, I like to personally know before I get, well, ta- I get tagged thing. on the Instagram Chris first. Co- no, here's the best part. Chris comes to me the day of your birthday party, the 18th, and he's like, hey, uh, can I talk to you outside? And I never know what, like, Chris always has this vibe when he has to talk to you outside. Like, I'm like, is he quitting? Like, like He has the he, same face yeah. of, like, he's quitting, uh, someone just died. Or like, yo, he needs. He's trying to slide out and get a blowjob. Yeah. So he's like, can I talk to you outside? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, poker and he's like, face. And he's like, I gotta show you something. And I'm like, oh god, oh god, what did I do? Because I'm thinking it's me now. And I'm like, I wasn't even drunk. Like what? I, and he shows me Turbo about to do some kind of like fucking kickflip or some shit off the cop car, and he breaks the windshield and he fucks up the the hood of, or the roof of the car. And he's like, you know, just I I I caught it last night. He's like, I don't know what you want to do about it. 
And I'm like, we cannot let Mike know today on his birthday. I appreciate y'all that, that. the windshield. Yeah, no, I, I respect that. Well, what sucks is I actually liked it and commented on it. <laughs> that was it. the best part when you. Be- Mike- and then and then I a couple hours later I'm outside I look at like what the fuck wait a minute what the fuck he goes he sends a post on the group text and he's like what the fuck with a picture of the windshield and I go Turbo did it. You liked the video. <laughs> yeah, I actually liked and commented before. I didn't know there was. I didn't know he fucking shattered the windshield. You liked and commented the evidence of your shit getting fucked. Well, you, up. you see him fall down on the hood. You don't. You really can, can't really tell that he shattered the windshield. It's, it's dark, you know. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, I loved it though, man, because you said the thing, and I was like, Turbo did it. He's like, when? I was like. You liked and commented on the video. I was like, maybe that was another time. I, I didn't think I was liking the crime that I didn't know that had happened. I later on found out what the fuck happened. So yeah, great fucking time. Fast forward to the next night, the official sexy Santa Christmas holiday party slash birthday party. Fucking such a vibe. I don't know where all those random fucking cutie patooties came from, but I heard they're all coming back this New Year's Eve, baby. And it was a uh, our one member who was dressed up in the fucking Raheem, dressed, Raheem. Up in, dressed up in the snowman outfit. He made the videos look so much better when you see that. He also took up like five more positions for another human to be standing hey, in the living room. His, but I was his, totally cool with it. He I didn't take it. much more than Jeff, you yeah. know. Yeah. And and he was and he was doing something. The best part was when we were on the bus for your birthday. Uh, we just kept busting Jeff's balls. Steven did it too. We would just be like, "Hey, Jeff." I was I'm- no, I was talking shit to Jeff, Dink, Tree, and uh, someone else. I was like, "Just y'all right there." That's the whole front of the bus. <laughs> that's like there's no more. Tree is seven foot something. Yeah. I don't know, like 500, 600 pounds. How, how, how much is he weigh? I bet he's about 500, 500 or something, maybe six. A big ass motherfucker. He's a big dude all around. Dink, big motherfucker. Me, Miguel. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a bus that literally could have fit probably 10 extra people if four people didn't come. Yeah. Scallies are stacked on top of each other and yeah. shit. I think that's probably like, they're probably like, they probably look around like, did they do this on purpose? Yeah. Put all these fat people in here so we have nowhere to sit about the on The funniest laps. thing is, this is the only time these girls ever get to kick it with, like, fat dudes. Like, yeah. every other time, they're with some Guido fucking, he's got the V on his dick, he's looking all sexy. This And that's the funny part, because when they're not here, they're, like, in Miami kicking it with this guy who's spending his papa's money. And when they're here, they're fucking a fat plumber. They're like, I met him at a members week, and I sucked his dick. And then they're in Miami, it's like, it's $900 if you want me to party with you. Yeah, that's weird. I told you guys. Uh, the parallel universe. The, the real rules of life and society do not fit within the walls of the Sausage Castle. I told you, there was that, I had that scally that one time came with me to the back of the bus. She was all kicking it. I thought she was down. She had my junk in her hand, and she literally looked at me, and she goes, a thousand. And I was like. Is that the one that died? We found that she didn't die. Yeah. Damn. So, so we know 100%. Yeah. No, 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 no. That that the redhead one didn't die. The other one did yeah, die. The redhead one was the one who tried. And this I, and girl it, was about well, to have a threesome with me and Courtney. And she died right She then? whispers into my ear yeah. and goes, thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, bitch, I ain't, I ain't paying for no pussy. Give me I was offended. I was offended too because she told me a thousand. I'm like, shit, man, three thousand. What are we talking about? Like, and little did that know. Talking that slang. Six months later, that bitch is dead. That's what you get for trying to charge me for the pussy. <laughs> if you would have fucked me, I would have given you this Ponce on dick, bitch. You still be alive. <laughs> no, you chose death over this little ass. 
dick. All you had to do was kiss. You chose dick. death over this yeah. little ass. She dick. she whispered in my ear a thousand dollars. That's what I'm this rented. I'm what like, it. yo, you see my girlfriend? She's hotter than you. Like, and we just we just trying to have a good time. A I, didn't get, I didn't get what the redhead was talking about. I was like, thousand? What the fuck you mean? She was like, a thousand. The music's loud. I'm like, huh? Uh-huh. And then a thousand. Are these bitches getting a thousand? No, hell no. Way. They saw my big ass house and the fan. They saw the golden skulls on the gate and the, the scramble that's in the driveway. All, that's all my utility bills. They saw these six thousand dollars sequence curtains in the fucking podcast studio. She like, saw that corn man mask and she's like, "Damn, oh, she's gonna run it up. This is the come up. <laughs> I'm gonna run it up. If I'm gonna fuck this fat dude, I'm gonna get a grand. Damn, that's a real Chinese knockoff Disney fucking Mickey Mouse mask. I'm about to get some student loan. Loans paid. Yeah, <laughs> bitch, you got me fucked up. I know I'm ugly as fuck and look retarded as shit, but you obviously haven't done no Googling. You haven't. You obviously haven't seen my IMDb, bitch. <laughs> Fucking now you dead. <laughs> All you had to do is just have a vibe, and we didn't even have to fuck. We could, you could have ate my girlfriend's pussy or something. I could have just jacked off on y'all's faces, and y'all could have had a good time. No, no, you didn't want. You didn't want this everlasting jizz. That shit. That shit would have saved her. That whitey Ford, yo. <laughs> this fucking, this fucking, this baby batter would have fucking put you in another, another universe. Now you're, now you came back to life as a frog or some shit. What, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I hope, hopefully you're not in hell or some shit or whatever. Hopefully you're not in hell. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's like a, an evil thing to like, like she was like rub, rubbing on my dick and shit. She was trying to gas me up. And I'm and, and I was actually telling her to calm down because she came over before Courtney got out of work. And she was like, and, and this is how respectful of a boyfriend I am. She was like trying to like, hey, drink with me. Oh, my God, say shots. I'm like, well, hold on, baby. My, my girl's not even here. Like, I, I don't want to be all drunk. And she shows up from work, comes in, the, comes in, comes in, comes in the house, fucking in her Buffalo Wild Wings shirt, smell like fucking garlic parm. Yeah, smell like garlic parm and barbecue sauce on her fucking fingernails and shit. And then sees me and some hot little blonde fucking wasted. I'm like, oh, let's wait. Let's yeah, wait. Let's, be, let's be respectful. Let's be respectful. And, and then now yeah, you're then dead. Now she's fucking dead. All that bitch had to do is just, it's not try to talk. She put bad. It wasn't that she didn't fuck me because I didn't care about that. It's the bad. She had bad energy. She had bad energy. She attracted death to her fucking life. <laughs> oh, facts. Play facts. that. Put highlight that shit, Miguel. Edit that shit and put that in a fucking highlight reel player. Done. And with that, we're gonna go to our break, and we'll be back with more of the Mike BC show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBC.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. 
Being a member of MikeBeezy.com is not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeezy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy members' weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During members' weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The Beauty Beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. To Memberships the members, is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike Busey about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like oh, outcasts man. of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, Team I got to fuck with Tessa. this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day at fucking the drunken field bed. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, right. it, it's life. Right now, to it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, is it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members 
head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh, yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. Then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that you're in. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, the Sausage Castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Oh, hello there, second hour listeners. Man, I feel like this is the real people who fuck with us when they make it to the second hour. By the second hour, the hitchhiker knows the trucker is going to kill her. Yeah. You know, she's like, this is not the direction we're supposed to be headed. He's like, this is the direction God told me to take you. What do you think the the, the mathematical statistics are on an average listener? Do you think they're listening to everything we say? We have them. Or are we ba- are oh. we like background noise to them are they listening taking notes like no i think i think the majority of our listeners have it on in the background because they can kind of zoom in now the difference between our podcast and a lot of podcasts those if you if you listen to a lot of other podcasts every like five to ten minutes there's like a new subject ours might be like a good 45 minutes deep on this threesome and like so it's hard sometimes i feel like our listeners might try to just have it as a background noise but they have to invest more because they're like, is he talking about ancient aliens? He started out talking about trying to get Courtney to give him a double donger. And then they're like, let me raise the volume. And by the time they raise it, they're like, he ain't even talking about aliens anymore. Uh, he's just... He, he's- He's going back and forth about life being a water bottle. And, like, and for the, the record, that, that, dead, that dead bitch, she had it coming to her. So uh, <laughs> I, I do want to say if uh, you uh, had had sex with me, you're probably still alive. So hmm, how, many something, girl, something, how many girls do you know of that are none, dead? None. None. Or, or one. Squirts. One squirts? Yeah. Me, yeah. That's it. Yeah, squirts. And that's one one out of a, have, a lot of girls I've had uh, consensual uh, relations with. That's pretty good. I've I, only, have, I only got one ghost uh, on my dick. I got dick. two. I got two ghosts on my dick. Oh, well. And uh, it was the first time it happened, I was like... I don't want to tell anybody this, but is this cool? Like, <laughs> is, this, is this an interesting... How many anti-show? ghosts y'all got on your dick? I know y'all got some ghosts on your dicks. No ghosts on your dicks, Chris? You got one ghost on your dick, Steven? How did she die? Weird. Uh, uh, 
Don't 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 tell us, Stephen, because you have to get another tattoo on your face if you tell us. <laughs> He's like, how did she die? Like all the other ones. No, now you have to tell us. Now you now you have to tell us what happened. Drugs. Drugs, Drugs Ugh, are bad. Drugs. I keep I keep looking at Shay and he being like any day now. Oh, gonna- me and you blatantly we we've we probably saved her life because every time yeah. we see her, we're like, damn, you're still alive. And we joke around, but we're not joking. Yeah. But we use humor to to talk about uncomfortable subjects because we're like, yo, bitch, you need to stop with yeah. all the drugs. Like you gotta because we don't see you do them here, but we know you're doing them. We see your shit, and we know that I like I never liked drugs that much. I know Stephen, <clears throat> but I never did like. When, like, when you think about drugs, I guess you could say the same to me about food, but uh, drugs, man. Imagine f- technically what drugs are is a, a, a fucking random physical substance that your body wants or that, that craving that you get from them, that living in that moment of everything is no longer hurting inside. I feel like Mike Musi's like the youth pastor. <clears throat> Everybody in this room has done drugs except for Mike and he's like, let me turn my chair sideways and talk to you kids about drugs. Well, it's, it's like imagine... <laughs> he's the only one in this room who has not done drugs. Alright, like, let's, let's think about people who have had everything. Like, let's think about like some huge celebrity actor who has millions of dollars to go have fun at work and can- Charlie Sheen. Like Charlie Sheen's no, a good let's, let's let's talk about what uh, the uh, the Joker guy who was um, uh, uh, Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Heath Ledger. Let's talk about Heath Ledger. This guy, handsome as fuck. All right, cool. He did he did one you know gay brokeback movie whatever. But the guy had fucking he could he could have probably been like a Jack Nicholas, been working into his like seventies, making shitloads of money to do absolutely nothing, but act on camera and be adored by the world. But yet, substances, like, fucking took them to the extent. And it's kind of sad. It's almost like, damn, the mind and the body. Because eventually, it's a physical thing. It's, yeah. It starts with, like, yeah, fuck it. It's like, a, it's like letting, letting a stranger in off the street come in your house. Go, oh, what, what, what bad can it be? And the next thing you know, he's, like, killing you. And you're just like, fuck. And I, I like to think they don't see it coming. But I also think that... They knew better. We all had Dare growing up, and some of you really disappointed <laughs> we that all Tiger. Had Dare growing up. Heath Ledger definitely had, was in the Dare program. Heath Ledger grew up in Australia. I don't think oh, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. That's the problem. Australia never had Dare. Well, Australia got way more problems than that now. They're too busy trying to teach people to watch out for spiders mm. and and fucking crocodiles. They never had to. The, you think crack's going to be a problem? We got to worry about these wallabies first. We'll get to crack later. Yeah, it so never happened. It's it is kind of crazy that. A, a physical, a substance can take control of someone's life and literally send them to their grave. And I, I feel like I don't know where the the line is, like where they lose it. Like, I don't know, because I've, I've heard certain drugs, obviously, like, you know, heroin and shit, you know, that's never a fucking good vibe. Like, you know, but I, I think that uh, there's probably like the second time you there's probably a certain drug out there once you did it once you're done for because you're just never gonna be able to shake that desire to do it again because it does feel good or or you're in some i don't know like do, do you think there's a lot of people that were in a really good spot in life and they're like sure i'll try this heroin real quick I, i'm bored let's do it it's tuesday and the next <laughs> thing you know they're fucking overdosed and dead i think uh there's a lot of people that were in were in like Spots we thought were good, you know what I'm saying? Like they had all the traditional shit going on for them. Uh, I do think though, like uh, 
like honestly, like you know, you know, when it comes to, I think like Dare, the Dare program pushed us this whole idea that like you're gonna be sucking dicks for crack. But there's a lot it of worked people, for me because yeah. I'm still me and that tiger. We don't care. I'm, I still got my promise. But there's a lot of people who OD on shit like pills and stuff that like they weren't sucking dick for crack. They went to their doctor. Yeah. Their doctor was like, "Here you go, man. Take these, man. I, I want to go fucking marlin fishing with Pfizer next year. So the more of these I sell, the better I'll fucking do." Hmm. I, I wonder if you were gonna do. If you knew right now, Mike Busey, you can get immunity to do any drug you wanted, any way you want, and you would have no physical side effects from it after you did it, and no mental side effects, and no legal side effects. I've always, I've always said, if I ever gonna ever try drugs, I'm going straight to like fucking. I'm I'm going to straight up some hallucinogenic type of shit. Oh, you I'm, I'm would going, be so I'm ayahuasca. Fucked. I'm in the fucking desert, Mike, butt ass naked on a cactus, so sweating fucked on a hallucinogen. Yeah, because my mind's already so unraveled and open to so many mysterious, beautiful fucking outside perspectives of what the the the, the average brain can even comprehend. What? So I can only imagine if I was like. Like doing like I I would probably want to do like ecstasy because I would want to like you know be rubbing on some bitches, bitch rubbing on me, listening to some sandstorm. You'd have to watch Fucking out. You'd have to watch out for like for like pushing the dude gay dudes too much. It's not gay dudes. Like I'd be like, Just, oh man, this guy's giving me a great massage. Next thing you know, I'm getting my dick sucked in a club. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not a girl. Fuck. <laughs> and then I start doing heroin straight into my eyeball and I die. Heroin to me, to me. The general of all drugs is shooting up heroin. Because you got to have a kit. You got to have patience. You got to learn how to do it right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Heroin's Everything not else. a social thing. Like, yo, let's go to this party and do heroin. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, no, yeah, let's go to this bridge. Yeah. Because when you're about to do heroin, when you're doing heroin with somebody and they're like, uh, and, and they hit you up like, hey, man, let's do some heroin. You're like, oh, okay. So we're going to be bad people now. Like, we're going to get, we're going to, we're going to, because when you're, I have just, like, here's the thing. Heroin isn't like you said a social drug. It's not like a whole. Hey man, I was digging through my mom's drawer and I found some of her heroin. You want to shoot up a little bit? You don't think she'll know? No, she got it at a party. Like I don't think you get heroin at parties unless it's a heroin party. Like it's not like a whole. I wild out at college and this, I did a little heroin. This is my friend. A lot of people, but like I know this. This is obviously a blanket statement, so don't take it so literal. Uh, but Big heroin's gonna come after us for this episode. <laughs> no, I, I just feel. Hey man, you guys really said some. Stuff. We were your only sponsor, man. We were gonna sponsor I'll, y'all. I'll suck your dick if you stop saying it, man. But <laughs> you wanna I, buy this baby? I've always had like kind of. I, I know this sounds kind of fucking really fucked up to say, but heroin chicks look hot. No. Okay, I said it. Uh, heroinhotties.com. <laughs> Fiona Apple. <laughs> she is such a heroin hottie. She's such a heroin hottie. Look at those clavicles oh, just protruding. Clavs and calves, Fiona. Mm. That fucking hip bone fucking <laughs> protruding out like a fucking. I could count the polyps on the Dehydrated chicken wing. Mm. Mm. Look at her. Look at her. Mm. I, no, I, I honestly, like, I've, I've, maybe this is what saved my life. <laughs> God knows I Besides fucking the dare tiger. Uh, Don't do it, Michael. I, I, I've always kind of like thought that like drugs were for people who were like more like followers or like weak minded. Cause like I feel like 
you just don't randomly seek out drugs by yourself. You either have like a bad influence around you. Cause like no one's like, you don't grow up being like, yo, and, and not that I'm saying that whatever about cigarettes, but like no one has like a craving like, yo, I gotta smoke a cigarette. Like, have you ever smoked? No, but I really want to smoke. I one. feel like I most, don't think that's yeah. inhumanly possible. I feel like a lot of people I know smoked cigarettes because it looked cool. Yeah. I really mean that. Yeah, they were and trying to fit in. They were trying to be cool. Yeah. Or they were, oh, I fucking hate. My I've never mom. smoked. I've never smoked one cigarette in my life. Honest to God, guys. My dad didn't buy me a car, so I'm gonna start smoking. And I'm gonna be honest. Here's the deal. I'm gonna go on record here because fuck it. They did look cool when we were younger. <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't help with, it did, with they uh, did look, the media, I, the Marble Man. Like, he had that fucking fat, fucking, fat, fucking moose knuckle. Yeah, the Marble Man's hog was big. Like, and, and I didn't know that he couldn't get hard because, uh, what is it, COPD, but fucking. <laughs> James hog. Bond smoking and shit. Well, like, uh, do you remember a lot this of stuff? badass, cool ass dudes smoked. Do you remember passing by those cool older girls and they were smoking cigarettes? And you're like, damn, these bitches are grown ups, you yeah. know? And you're trying to be cool, and you're like, I'm just gonna play some army, man. I don't know, maybe your pussy. Do you ever remember the first time you were at a bar or a club and you made out with a chick that smoked? Oh God, yeah. You're like, this is disgusting, but I'm not gonna stop right away. I used to fuck this girl named Tara, and she was a uh, Tara. Sounds yeah. like a cigarette yeah. smoking ass. She bitch. was a cigarette smoking ass bitch. My girl, and, get over here. Yeah, well, it's like meet me at Frogger's for playing pool. Let's go, fuck. You wanna step out and smoke one of these camels? Put it in my throat hole. But uh, she, when I would wake up in the morning in bed with her, I could smell the cigarette on her in my place. And I started only fucking her at her place because it started making my sheets smell like cigarette, man. Because she was like, worked in a bar and she just puffed, puffed, puffed the cigarette. You you know when you're out with, this is the worst part, you don't smoke cigarettes. You're out drinking with somebody who smokes cigarettes. You're hanging out, you're having a good time. And every like, 20 minutes, like, I gotta go smoke a cigarette. I gotta smoke a cigarette. And I'm like, I don't want anything in my life that I have to do every 20 minutes like that. Like, even heroin people are like, I'm gonna go do a little heroin, hang out under the bridge, steal a baby and sell it, and then we'll hang out for the rest. Granted, yes. Uh, diabetes, Kool Aid. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got my pockets. addictions. Yeah. We all got problems. So I don't wanna hear y'all fucking doing stones and glitz hues. Yeah. No, listen. I I'm throwing stones think, at a house made of heroin. Yeah, so it, fuck you. Yeah, well, heroin's the shame. Like everything else, we're like, eh, you know, crack, meth, heroin. Crack, upon. Okay, so let's let's judge drug users. Let's do this, man, because they, you know, this is fine for this episode. Uh, if you smoke crack, <clears throat> you're. You're a fuck up, my opinion. I think I think if you smoke crack, you're basically like I couldn't find anything else. Yeah, and I'm trying to really, really get down, and I'm also probably like okay with stealing something from a loved one easily here's the thing heroin's got some range to it because you could be like really rich rock star you know heroin yeah. costs money you know you gotta have, like i said you gotta have a kid they're like like i i believe that there's probably some chick out there with really someone just listening to shit scratching like yeah. a motherfucker <laughs> i can't take it though i've been sober for five years goddamn oh, not the heroin episode because you think about it, I bet just somebody out there has like a really like fucking fancy heroin kit. All right, it's listen. like a Louis Vuitton bag, and, I and know. the spoon is like Chinese and gray. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, because uh, think about it, as a, as a as a dope fiend, as a heroin addict, you have to keep something on you at all time and not lose it, and that's hard for every other drug. I, user. I've had friends that have problems with heroin. Oh, I know them. Like it made art. Uh, 
I would. There was a couple sausage castles where I was like, I would be like, "Yo, who the fuck kids got goddamn spoons in the bathroom? What the fuck's going on?" I didn't realize, and I kept like realizing, like, "Yo, all these motherfucking spoons are." Burnt. I used. I tried to eat peanut butter on the spoon, and my tongue went numb, and I fell asleep. <laughs> there were there were like times where I was literally like having to pad down friends had problems and pull syringes out of their pockets, and I'm like, "What? That's not mine." And I know I'm not gonna say her name. But a really fucking fine, very very attractive female that's been around our life fine. for many years that had a problem with it, and you would never know. Mm-mm. And I feel that like some people who who fuck with that shit, man, they're weak and they're like they're like the person that can get just talked in anything. Like I, they don't just find it by themselves for the first time. There's someone else that introduces it to them. And they're in a dark you, place. Yeah, and that's what sucks, man, too, because heroin's definitely one that, like, <clears throat> you don't expect to stumble into. Like, you go to your weed man, he always tries to sell you some shrooms or some Xanax or some shit like that. You don't expect him to be like, hey, man, I know I told you some shrooms last week. Um, you got, have you tried my heroin? You trying to get some black tar or what, man? You know? <laughs> I think, like, there's a special place in hell for, like, these scumbag dudes. Because it's normally a dude. It's not like a chick fucking yeah. begging you to do heroin with her and shit. Uh there's a special place that are like on the scumbag meter for me. The guy knows or uses like any drugs to like it's the same guy bait uses a woman booze. into being around. The them. bait guy is a predator. You can't use bait and not be like a predator. You know what I'm saying? And the there's guy- there's a guy out here. There's a guy somewhere in Miami right now that's literally texting a girl. Yo, I got this Snow White bitch. What's yeah. up? And she's like, I'm broke. I'd f- love to do your drugs with you. Maybe I'll fuck you. I don't know. And that's their relationship. And he's like, basically. <laughs> I just love her voice. I'll fuck you. Maybe. I don't know. There is, there is a guy right now in Miami negotiating whether that she wants to come over to his apartment and do blow with him. And obviously, no guy is so generous where he's like, yo, you can have all these drugs. Like, no, it comes with like, I love you. I want you to do these drugs with me. Stay in misery. Or can I fuck you? I, I love you. Like I, I literally feel there's a lot of guys, and I've, I've met some of these scumbag dudes in like clubs and shit, where they literally would be like, "Hey, baby, come over here. Hey, you, hey, hey you, you trying to you trying to get down? You trying to party? Because like I had I had to stop texting girls like, "Hey, let's party." Because they thought you meant let's do drugs. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa. I had I've had multiple girls like, no, I don't I don't do like I don't get down like that. I was like, get down like what? And I was like, huh? I felt like a a naive like school kid. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, I've got I'm like, I've got oh, a no. charcuterie platter. And some I'm like, bitch, I, I ain't never done drugs day in my life. I drink liquor, alcohol. I don't I don't even drink beer. I drink liquor when the sun is down and pretty girls are around. And I don't have I don't scratch up, wake up like, man, I need to get drunk. Like. I, I actually like get drunk to reward myself and to en- enhance. And I know someone be like, whatever, man, you still, that's still big and blah, blah. Like, no, listen, motherfucker, I don't got a problem with it. I, I've had problems when drunk. Yeah, yeah, I've done some wild, reckless shit that I definitely should have went to jail for. Um, however, you know, for the most part, I would say like I'm a, I'm one of those people that other people are like, no, Mike, you're in denial. You're an alcoholic. No, I'm fucking fun as fuck. And my friends beg for me to get drunk. What drug do you think problems. makes the hottest junkies? Because I am going to say heroin probably makes the hottest junkie chicks. Man, it's Because meth don't. <laughs> meth, meth starts striking right at everything that can be hot. Meth's like, you know what? I think we'd get higher if we didn't have any teeth. That would probably, teeth takes up enough blood and makes it not high. I just crack though. There's there's like hot like crackhead chicks. You always know you're like that's crackhead. You know what I'm saying like that's crackhead. 
you know they have that meth face the meth face is the worst especially when like a girl i'll tell you when the meth face is the worst when the girl sends you a picture of her and you're like, okay. and you know she's definitely cute, but she got fucked up on some shit. You can like, see the meth sunken in in her face, you know? Yeah, she got that Skeletor fucking face. Because I feel like the meth sinks in the face. The heroin sinks in everything. And maybe there's a hotness to its proportionality. I've, I've, seen, like, I've seen drugs literally transform. I don't know if it's true. Like, you know, it eats away your brain. But I, I've, I've hung with homies. And then hung with them after they've fought their addictions for many years. And it, it definitely changed them as a person yeah. at times. Like, there was times where I'm like, damn, you're not even, like, the same fun person. You're, like, negative. You're mopey. It's like, like It's like they lose hope. And that's why I kind of feel like No drugs. hope with dope. That's what the tiger said. Yeah, I hate to sound like a fucking uh, after school special here, but... If you're young and you listen to this shit and you ain't done on that shit, you know, just stay away from the shit. Just get, like, get into your 30s or something. Yeah. If you really feel like you want to do some drugs. <laughs> get into your 30s. Yeah. Hey, listen, kids. Uh, by the time you're 30, fuck it. If you're in a place yeah. where you want to fucking right, shoot I'll, up. Shoot 35. Up you make it to 35 and you were still You make it to 35 mainline through your fucking jugular, yeah. motherfucker. And I have met some, like, cokehead motherfuckers who are, like, literally, like, scholars, like, these motherfuckers are real estate agents and shit, yeah. and and Monday through Friday, or, or Monday through Thursday, they're fucking like productive kids, citizen society. Remember what Mike Busey said, kids: just do a little bit of drugs. Do your drugs on Saturdays. You have <laughs> Sunday to fucking recuperate. Imagine if this was the DEA's new message. They're like, listen, man, we've been fighting this war on drugs since the seventies. How about this, guys? Nobody does drugs except for Saturdays. Because you only got one. Saturdays are for the boys. You Let's know? say you got like six to eight hours, six to 12 hours to kill yourself. Like, you really got to be partying hard. If you just did drugs once a week, you know, then yeah. like maybe like. You're you rewarding know, yourself at this point. Yeah, it's like you worked hard. You deserve it. Try, do a try, little meth. Do, do a little of that meth. Like, you know? I don't know, but it's like. Man. You worked hard. You deserve it. You know, fucking. Treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself, sucker. Like, some people, like, you know, everyone's got a vice, you know, whether it be sex or drugs or alcohol or or calling prostitutes over from Craigslist and, and paying them to kick you in the nards repeatedly over and over while you're wearing a gag ball suit. I've always, I don't know. Do, dude, it, do whatever makes you happy, I guess. I've always been so happy that it's really easy to sexually please me. Like, I just need a female that I find attractive I'm old-fashioned. Yeah, to cause friction to my dick shaft. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm old-school science on how to get me going. Whereas, there's some dude out there where, poor guy, like you said. John Kane, he's yeah. like, oh, I need fucking, You gotta like, put a cigarette out on my taint while I look at an aborted fetus and get kicked in the balls by a donkey. And what yeah. sucks is, that guy had to try a bunch of shit out to figure out that's what did it for him. Me, I'm just fucking peanut butter and jelly. I'm like some friction, a little bit of sexual attraction. Like a lot of my Spanish friends, they crave the, the boy pussy. They, they want the butthole so bad. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, yo. They literally judge whether they're going to like be with their girl forever. Like, man, she won't let me fuck her in the ass. I'm like, oh my God. Like, like. have I done anal? Yeah, anal. I actually put my dick in a girl's butthole before I did vagina. Uh, but... I, like it was like one of those things like you're drunk as fuck you're bored it's like a once in a year time i'm like a, i'm an annual anal type of guy every and i ain't had anal i haven't fucked up a girl in the ass in like many many you, years you courtney haven't done anal i think i tried one time i was like, like just being stupid 
You know, like put put a pinky in a girl's ass. That's a different story. <laughs> you're but a gentleman. Ass, like if you're craving to put your dick in the ass, and then then you're on some other sexual deviancies that you, any any orifice will please you. You might as well just start shoving in a man's mouth or some shit. At that point, like <laughs> how does that? How do you jump from fucking a girl in her ass to putting your dick in we, a man's mouth? We've you, met gay you, dudes that we that we were told is gay, so we're like, all right, the motherfucker's gay. Cool, we hang out. Next thing you know, he's trying to fuck the same scallies. We're fucking we're like, but, hold on, hold on, player. But how does you fucking cross? You cross. Too many doogie doogie highways. Like we crossing doogie. But how does put, how does fucking a girl in the ass equate to you'll do anything? It's not. But like there are guys that literally <laughs> like, they crave anal. They're like yeah. they like man. Oh, I just want to fuck her in the ass. And it's mostly my Spanish homies. But it's like <laughs> I, I don't know. Like you're Puerto Rican. Yeah. You crave you crave anal. I don't crave anal. You but know I some. You know some Latino motherfuckers who crave anal though. I know some dudes who crave we anal. All, sure. Hey, what about y'all? Y'all know some Latino dudes who crave anal. Chris don't know Latino dudes. Come on, guys. The next fucking uh, reggaeton music video we do. Sorry, hey, 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 papi, come here. Me, 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 me. Papi, hey, you, you like anal? And I'm no, no, like, don't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't ask that. That's a damn truth. <laughs> Unless you're trying to get down, down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that like it's just some people just get bored or weird. And, and there are dudes, there are hella fucking dudes who are on some fucking. Some tutti frutti shit like they they like they wait like a couple months before they're like hey I uh, got this strap on if you want to fuck me in the ass and then the girls are like shit fuck it I, I guess it's because it's not really like gay to them so they're like fuck it I'll, I'll fuck this dude in the ass and then <laughs> then they realize oh he don't really want my pussy no more he just wants me to get fuck him in the ass <laughs> and then they start crying I feel like I feel like he ain't showing up to baseball games for little Timmy no more and he's out at fucking the Parma house fucking doing cocaine behind a dumpster with some like, gay dudes I sucking dicks like, I feel like you're like a public service announcement written in the 80s yeah. by like by like an old white dude I'm from dude, the 80s Miguel but, but like for an old white dude who's only known one gay person you're like oh no I know listen, I grew up with hella gay me, dudes let me tell you how it happens first let me tell you how it happens you fuck her in the ass you realize that's what you like and then you marry a guy. No, nah, because done. Think, <laughs> think the about fuck? the social pressures of how hard it was to be a gay dude um, for so long that motherfuckers would literally go through the, the liberty to get married and have kids with a woman just to keep his secret of his real sexual desire. Yeah, that I mean, I know it had to happen a lot, and it sucked. Because, that shit's happening all the time, especially because like. You know, the dude loves his kids and probably loves his wife. He's just not in love with her. You maybe, know maybe, maybe it's a good play, though. Like, you go ahead and get like get with a girl and you have some kids so you can reproduce. And then you go back to the boy pussy where you belong. And that's where you, that's where you want to be the whole time. But now you got some now you got some offspring because, you know, and I don't care what y'all believe in. Two dudes don't make don't make uh, they don't lay eggs, player. So God damn. they don't. I ain't trying to hear there's 52 fucking uh, genders player. and shit. They, I, I saw the meme. I saw, I saw like a report on the news or some shit where two dudes were, one I guess was trans. I feel like Chris's dad would hear this and just be like, <laughs> this, this is Christopher. This is what you work for? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but yes. This, this dude who's like a chick, but she went to turn herself into a dude had a baby and a husband so there's two dudes 
But one dude used to be a chick who's still a chick because she popped out a fucking baby. And she was, or he was, whatever the fuck you want to call him, her head, whatever. I don't know. I don't care. I'll call you. Me and Miguel have this conversation. We'll call you whatever the fuck you want to be called. Uh, yeah, whatever, whatever. But we gen- know you got, if we know you got some balls and testicular cancer does not care about your fucking uh, pronouns, player. <laughs> you dig? So you can pronoun it up. You can put all the pronouns you want in your Instagram bio, but the testicular cancer is coming for you, baby. It's coming for you. <laughs> Get checked. Yeah, so like she actually got offended because the doctor referred to her as like a mother, but she was like masculine. So it, yeah. I was confused. I was like staring at the, like the photo. It's like two dudes who had beards, and then one was like holding their stomach, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like it's like the bearded woman. And I, I think if you're if you if you're a woman and you can grow a beard, then sure, go ahead. You can go ahead and and, and claim be a dude because that's that's gotta be a little rough. <laughs> You know, a lot of Spanish girls, they got that mustache and shit. I, I had a girl, I dated a girl named uh, Giselle Mercado, and she, she had a little mustache. And there was a couple times before her mom was buying her razors and shit, you know, uh, I felt some stubble. And I was like, yo, this, this is not the vibe, you know. But <laughs> Did it awaken something in you, Michael? <laughs> no, because like, I know if I feel stubble, you know you in trouble, player. You got to get up out of there. It's like, I'm going to just keep doing this. So this, this reminds me of a story, Heavy C. Yeah. Um, Heavy Z, one of my childhood homies, um, he we went to youth group church together with this other dude named uh, Russell uh, and uh, Jimmy. Wow, fuck, what the fuck is Russell his name? Russell with Jimmy. You, 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 you can actually Google this dude. His name was Jimmy Arnold. He was from Osceola County, Florida. I don't know if this is where the crime happened, but he <laughs> once got like arrested with like over i think it was like over a million dollars in cash in like a trailer and a meth house he was making meth and shit and we went to like church youth group with this kid and we knew we knew his brother was gay we knew he was gay but we didn't see jimmy being gay one time heavy c uh told me a story he was like drunk and shit and i could tell he didn't really want to tell it but he kind of you know when you start telling a story you're like all right fuck i'll just go ahead and tell you because it feels good sometimes to talk about them the skeletons in your closet well, have you seen? <laughs> he tells me him and Jimmy Arna like obviously, obviously we're all different ways in life, and then I guess they had they had uh, met up somewhere somehow and kind of like was kicking it and shit and chilling. And I guess that's a meth lab, probably. Yeah, pro- no, definitely, probably. <laughs> you don't um, just kick it when somebody's got a million dollars worth of cash and they're cooking meth. They're always at their meth lab. Yeah, like my, my homie Heavy C, I definitely went to the hospital uh, at least one time, and I actually took a picture of it to embarrass him because uh, he had overdosed on heroin. But anyways, before that happened, Heavy C said fat on heroin, which is incredible. yeah. I don't know how that he's really good at that, but uh, he's just a giant dude, and I love him. But uh, one time he just happened to tell me a story about our about our homie old Jimmy Arnold. Who was like this super buff, like Jack, and he had like a hammerhead face, like eyes and he had, on the he side had a, of his, he had an underjaw, like bite. eyes on the side of his head type shit. No, I'm, I don't know why I said that, but it, <laughs> it, he had an underbite. He had an underbite. It was mean as fuck. He looked like a junkyard junkyard dog. I don't and know why. I said this that. motherfucker tells me a story that they're all partying together one night, and I guess he like passed out somewhere in the living room. Who passed out? Heavy, Heavy C. Heavy C. Heavy C is like six seven. Big ass motherfucker, and Jimmy Arnold. I don't know what what his meth li- life situation, where his body count was coming in out because I ain't seen him since the youth group days. But uh, he was on the wrestling team, weightlifting. He was a jacked motherfucker. He was like, he was, he how tall like, was he? I was like six two. He wasn't so he's too a big tall. Guy, but big guy. Yeah, he, he he you know if he wanted to have his way with you, he could do it. Well, apparently one night he just did that. 
because Heavy C, he was probably in some fucking heroin, fucking comatose situation. And he said the phrase, man, I woke up and I felt stubble and I knew I was in trouble. He was making out with him? No, he was sucking his dick. <laughs> Hold up, and here this is my childhood this is friend. Hold up, I mean honestly, this is nah, this real gang, this real gangster shit. That's uh, heavy C this got fucking dude on sexually dudes. assaulted. But yes. I love how I love how yeah. the heavy C is real like, talk. I, I felt stubble, so I was in trouble. Not I he, felt somebody sucking my dick, and I knew I was getting raped. Like, yeah, no, like so. I mean, it's this is these are this might be a situation that most guys dream of: wake up and someone suck your dick. But however, there was stubble involved. So, yeah, when he woke up, he felt stubble. He knew he was in trouble. So that's been, like, this ongoing thing. And you ever have a homie <laughs> tell you something when you're, like, drinking and chilling, yeah. and then you remind him the next time you see him, and then all of a sudden he ain't trying to talk too much about it. Yeah, it does, it's t- not the same conversation at Olive Garden with the family. Have you seen? Tell Mama C what you were talking about. Yeah, about. no, he, he got hella, hella uncomfortable. Did you think, did you think he, he told you and didn't realize he told you? I don't know, but I I mentioned it. I was like, how like, did you mention it? I was like, I literally started like, I think I was drunk. I was like, yo, man, you know you feel stubble. You know you're in trouble. And he was like, he kind of like chuckled but looked at me. And you could see his face like thinking like, oh, fuck, I told him. And then... Like the, I, then I told so, Art. I started telling. The, like I started he told you, sp- he told you like the lowest point in his life of of like of being like sexually assaulted. I don't know if it was the. A, I don't know if it was like that. He was more like, "Yo, watch out! If you ever see him, man, uh, <laughs> he gives a lot of teeth on his head." You know. And I was like, "Damn!" Like, like I, I was just like, "Whoa!" That's that makes me really uncomfortable hearing this story. But I'm gonna just like let you. You ever someone tell you something? You're really uncomfortable hearing it, but you like. Don't you know? Keep keep a straight face. Go ahead, let them let them vent. Let You're them like. Yeah, hear this whole story now. What's the lesson here, Heavy C? Don't hang out with this dude, or don't take naps at meth labs. Yeah, like, and this is all. This is a true story. I could call him right now, and I, if I literally say the word stubble, he'll like get uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> he, he he probably starts uh, crying and shit when he when he's watching like a Bic Razor commercial or a, sh- uh, a, a fucking Norelco. Norelco fucking commercial. He fucking sees that close up on the stubble and probably starts like crying and shit. Like that's why you don't need to be doing drugs and partying with friends that you don't know where they're at mentally or sexually years later in life. Because sometimes the people you hung out with in youth group ain't the same people you know ten years later. You don't know what they fucking been through. Yeah, because the thing the thing about it is anybody that's gonna rape you, it, it it's they're gonna rape. You know what I'm saying? Like like this person rape is gonna, gonna rape. rape. Yeah, rapers gonna rape. So like. Uh, yeah, meth lab cooks, I think, are generally more likely to rape than non-meth lab cooks. I think there's a correlation there. Here, here's the problem that, like, kind of, like, frustrates me. Actually, and the youth pastor, uh, his name was Steve Frazy, he actually texted me, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, and, uh, he was one of the main youth pastors that were, like, Overseeing me, Garth, like this youth. I'm gonna tell you this: just if anybody listens to the podcast and me knowing you for years, you hold heavy to these youth pastors, man. They were like they they still matter to you. Yeah, they were like father figures in our life. They were like the big brother uncles and shit, you know. So having them around, like honestly, think if I didn't have like if I wasn't going to like youth group and stuff. I definitely probably would have been doing heroin and fucking been waking up to stubble or some shit. Who the fuck knows? Like, thank God that, like, I held myself accountable 
and wanted to do different things in my uh, in my life, and and one of them did not involve stubble and trouble. So I kind of went a different way, and it's I kind of I'm a, I got a little chip on my shoulder, Miguel. I must confess, because there's times where I'm like, Yo, Steve Frazy, hey man, remember that time that you thought like I was the bad one and this and that? I'm like, Yo, look at look at look at the squad. Josh Von Tassel's fucking uh, gay as fuck, and not not <laughs> no. But here's the thing. I don't have a problem with homosexuality, but the church did back back in uh, 1998. Yo, that was a problem. Like, and he was obviously probably gay his whole life. And then you got uh, Russell over here doing meth and shit, and then all these motherfuckers doing heroin and shit. And I was like, the, I still kept my promise to that goddamn Tiger and Dare program. And I got I got ridiculed like I was the. I there was one time I got uninvited to a a Christian like church retreat because they were like, nah, like. We want them to focus on stuff and get get the meaning out of it. And I was like, huh? They're basically telling me that I was like a bad influence. And I'm like, look at me now, motherfucker. Like, but were yeah. you then? I don't think so. No, yeah. I was just like really into basketball and 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 listening to fucking hip hop music and do. I was doing yeah. Was I doing hood rat shit? No, but I wasn't doing fucking heroin and sucking dudes' dicks unconscious <laughs> and meth labs. Okay, I was a fucking goddamn a poster child for like I was a little rough around the edges. You know, I was a little fucking street kid. You know, sneaking out and doing dumb shit and you know doing doing some shit that I should have never done, but. I, I never, I wasn't ever doing nothing that like I would be ashamed to talk about right now, live on the fucking podcast, which is why we have this. We just talking, fucking stories and and yeah, and, and it it kind of like fucked me up because I was like, what? No way! Like you didn't see that coming when you hear about somebody. You're like, no way! And it's not really, it's not about the sexuality part of it. It's just more like, yo, you fucking sucking my man's dick, like, and we didn't know this whole time, and and then you start having flashbacks, like, damn, how many times did he? Was, was, he, was he like this forever? Was he plotting on oh, this? Oh, you know that wasn't the first time he, like, fucking raped somebody. Like, to have the confidence to be like, all right, cool. I'm going to do this to Heavy C, who's like, you know, like you said, six foot, what, four, five, six? Was Heavy C, six, six seven? Six, six, seven. Six, seven. Hey, he's big motherfucker. Fucking 400 pounds. He's big-ass tall dude. To have the confidence to be like this, that, that's not the first one you strike at. One time me and him got in a fight on you and the Heavy church. C? Yeah, in yeah. the church. We got fights all the time, but... Uh, we got in a uh, fight on the church, the, the with church, each other, the church van. Yeah, and he was like a row behind me, and I was in row in front of him, and everyone got like hit in the head, like it just <laughs> whoosh, like helicopter swinging and shit. And I could get him if I was in an area where I could move around, but he was like a giant fucking sasquatch, yeah. like. If he got, he, he fucked, he fucked me, I ripped my shirt, I was bleeding and shit. A couple other homies got all fucked up, like Jay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he was there. We, got, we used to get in fights all the time. And I, if I could move around and shit, which was different because I had never fought someone that, like, yeah. that size. Because normally I was like the ogre, like, bro, I'm going to yeah. get you, I'm going to fucking choke you out. But uh, yeah, me and him would get in fights all the time. And there was one time, I'm pretty sure they were all fucked up on beans or some shit. He, he, we were wrestling in the living room. This is the first Sausage Castle, and I still remember this because I think this might have something to do with. They're all rolling, wrestling you, and instead of pinning you, they're just rubbing your back. You're like, stop it! They're oh, like- I wish, I wish, I wish I caught me a fuck, uh, a back massage out of this. Uh, we were like, kind of like fucking with each other because like everyone would be like high and shit. And I, we did these things called ass hats, and we had we had this row called Ass Hat Boulevard, and it was this couch at the first two Sausage Castles, and it was real low, and. Your whole like shoulders and head was exposed, 
and you were to the back of the living room. So someone could walk out, and we had this thing. We're like, hey, hey, hey. We got it on camera. We, we got a fucking old Hi8 camera and shit. We're like, yeah. we're all pretending. You know how hard it was to get footage when you're fucking with someone, and, and so they didn't see you while you're filming? Because if you just went up with this big-ass Bob Saget camera, everyone's like looking around like, oh, shit. And it only took the first couple times for someone to realize, oh, I'm going to get fucked up. So we would, be, we, would, we would literally run sometimes from the pool table pull our fucking pants down like full butthole exposed spread our ass cheeks and put like i'm talking the open book on your fucking head with bare ass we used to do ball sweat shit we called it an anal puff and we'd come up and fart on your head because somebody we sit like we call we call them fart parrots parrots. we put one on your shoulder and fart right on your shoulder Yeah, so like we we were doing dumb shit like that, and, Fart and I don't know what the moral of the story. I was even going with this with the asshats. Oh yeah, they, so they were all fucked up, and they would be like, like high or something or yeah. whatever. Like beans, like the ecstasy and shit started yeah. happening around the early two thousands, like ninety nine, yeah. two thousand. Like you know, the first club I ever went to was a club called Cyberzone. I remember Cyberzone. Cyberzone was an after hours, like open till eight a.m. And I went to my first nightclub. Which was was a girl named Shaylin Summers, which she's a detective at the St. Cloud Police Department. Hot? Super hot. Fuck yeah. She was Art's first baby's mama. Oh, you told me about it. She was yeah. the hottest. Like- she was like a uh, homecoming queen and yeah. shit. And she was like one of my best friends in high school. And, uh, did you ever? Huh? No, no. No, no, we never, no, we never did anything like sex. We were just like homies. And... Uh, I remember... Did you fart parrot her? I mean, I wanted to. She was hot. I definitely wouldn't let her, you know, took advantage of her. Did you let her fart parrot you? Nah, I don't know, maybe, but she <laughs> she had big ass titties. She's a lot of people know she, she's like a high up detective and shit. So, anyways, uh, and she actually wound up marrying one of my home, one of my best friends in high school, who's also a cop now. So, but she Art's, still has Art's kid. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an Art's kid's story. like what seventeen? No, she's like nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, but she anyways. friend requested you, right? Like she tried to hit you up. Yeah, it was awkward. I was like, oh shit, here we go. All right, well, here's a conversation. Me and your dad used to do some dumb shit, and you know, I didn't, I wanted him to be, you know, whatever. That's a whole, that's a whole nother story. That's not my business to talk about. But I, I you mean, talked I, about Heavy C getting his dicks. You're right, you're right, down. you're right. But I ain't talking about that children's <laughs> shit, you know. That's, that's, that's fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. that's where I draw the line. You know, if that's, you know, whatever. Anyways, yeah. um, they, uh, they'd be all fucked up. Oh, me and Shaylin, the first club I went to, literally was like ecstasy. All over the ground, I could like hear and see myself stepping on it. It was basically like some. Was that her first case? She was working deep no, undercover, dude. It was. We were in. We were. I think she had like a Saturn, and she drove, and like her mom and dad like had money and shit. So she was like, she came Saturday. from a good, healthy family. Yeah. She hang out with gangsters and shit, like me and Art, just little <laughs> the, degenerates. The church, the church bus gangsters. Yeah, and and then fucking uh. I remember going to fucking Cyberzone. If you're from Central Florida and you've been around for a while, Cyberzone was like, this is when like Darude Sandstorm just popped on the scene. Everyone's doing ecstasy and all kinds of crazy beans. Like every weekend, someone's overdosed and dying in a hotel and shit. Hot. It was like, like it was cool at first because I had went to a bunch of these parties. And I would hang out with people, and there'd be chicks like massaging each other, and they rubbing Vicks vapor rub and glow sticks and shit, doing all kinds of weird shit. And I was like, "Damn, what the fuck?" And I liked the vibe because it was like it was very like hippie, very like love and like yeah. sensual. There wasn't no like you never had no fights and shit or anything like that. 
you know, and there was a couple times I, I was around some girls that were rolling, and I'm, like, dead-ass sober, I'm, and I'm, like, hanging out with them, kicking it, and I'm, like, damn, these bitches all rubbing on me and shit, and I'm giving them a little back massage. I was, like, damn, this is, this is a cool little vibe. I dig with this, and, and they'd be, like, man, last night was so fun. You were so fucked up. And I was, like, well, like, I don't drink. Yeah. Like, at the time, I didn't drink, and she was, like, no way. You were fucked up. You were rolling. I was, like, no, nah, I was, nah, bitch, I don't, I don't do drugs. She's, like, I just get my back rubbed, chilling. Yeah, I was, like, chilling. I, I, I remember being in this house they had black lights everywhere and they had like sheets on the couch uh, on the couches and i don't remember where the fuck i was somewhere in central florida and i was like damn this is it was like my first like i was like the angel kid hanging out with these fucking part young parties like steven's getting excited he's like damn i remember those days man those were the shit he's having some flashbacks over there and uh i was just i loved the scene of like people having a good time but then i started seeing like people overdosing and shit i didn't like physically see it wasn't like in a particular situation where someone died but uh i would hear like oh cyber's home fucking they had a hotel across the street where people would pardon all night and people would die all the time and they would have to like go in there shut it down and then they would open up again like a month later and they're like it's a reunion and all this shit it was i remember the first time I went to a club with her we drove home and it was like nine in the morning it was just like you know when you been all out all night and it was you could bring your own bottle to the club yeah. it was like weird and you put it behind a bar and they serve it to you it was so weird as i was like whoa I didn't, this is my first taste of this nightlife shit like in an actual nightclub so i was like damn this is a cool vibe in different rooms and I, that was kind of my first time being introduced to like nightlife clubbing type of stuff. Yeah. Like I didn't even go to like actual bar before this. I sh- I skipped all that shit. I went straight up to motherfuckers like rolling beans and fucking ecstasy and shit, just tripping balls and stuff, and just having a good old time. And th- I remember this, th- this club had like a gift shop and shit. You could buy like glow sticks and all these crazy like jinko pants and shit <laughs> going on and. It was it was a different, and I feel like Florida was like a hotbed for a lot of that type of that yeah early. Ra- it was like it was basically the beginning of the rave scene, I guess you could say. Would you think, guys? I was like the end of it though. On it was like, but hitting here because like New York and all that had the rave. Oh, scene. Oh, of course, yeah. you know, like that's when it was starting to get mainstream and stuff. Yeah, it was in every part of America. Everyone kept happened- calling it techno. It was yeah. like techno, techno. Everything what, was techno. What happened though at the house? You said they were. You guys were all wrestling and. Oh yeah! Hey, here. damn! Good job, Miguel. I was for like fifteen minutes. I was trying to get back there, but so you know when you're like <laughs> fucking around with your homie and then like one of you were taking it a little more serious than the other so you kind of like have your guard down yeah well that motherfucker grabbed me and put me in some fucking have you see yeah suplex and i'm like still laughing thinking like whatever well he dropped me on the fucking concrete of the garage and i still know i can still recall that feeling like i probably like should have died or been paralyzed <laughs> But my ego got me back up, and I'm just like, whoa. Like, I was dizzy. I could feel the butterflies, stars. My head was spinning and shit. I had a migraine for, like, literally, like, I feel like a month after that. And it was definitely some CT shit going on, some fucking, some Chris Benoit shit going on. I've had definitely had some, I've had a lot of head injuries. You know what happened to me here with Crazy Mike? Uh, you remember when they used to have the roll, we, we, well, the tracks over here on the roll door? Uh-huh. Uh, it wasn't finished, so if you rolled it up, it just came right back on you. I rolled up the fucking roll door over here, and the metal door rolled back down and cracked right on my head. Oh, shit. And fucking Pat was there, and I go, before anything, it hit me on the head, and I go, I'm fine. 
I'm fine. And Pat's like, your eyes are crossing. And I was like, I'm fine. Oh, I'm shit. fine. And I fucking, I, for like a month, my neck was killing me. Uh, but I definitely concussed right there. I've concussed a lot of times. And I don't know what you can do to stop a concussion. I mean, you just get them. But whenever it happens, and I have, thank God I haven't had a concussion since like then. But whenever you get a concussion, uh, a little bit afterwards, you're like, all right, be cool. But I might be dying. Like, you yeah, know? Yeah, no, for <laughs> like, sure. Like, uh, 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 one time on, on a New Year's Eve. We both had the same experience. Champagne bottle? Yeah, champagne yeah. bottle, the back of my back head. Back of my head. Same time. We both said it too, yeah. And I got right back up, but then was like, whoa, like wobbling and shit. And I don't recall anything for like 48 hours. And and you know I was fucked up when I wrote the, the fucking uh, the hospital a check for like $10,000. <laughs> And I had to go spend fourteen dollars the next day to cancel it. <laughs> you, you were concussed. You're like, of course, ten thousand dollars seems reasonable. And you know, and whoever was working the Saint Cloud Hospital that night, they're probably like, this motherfucker don't got ten grand. Yeah, you know. And I just was like, Ugh. and it was one of those things where like. You know, some gangster shit went on after that. A bunch of my homies uh, were involved into a, a high pursuit in some vehicles that involved some armed weapons. And I don't remember any of it. And some, 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 what it was, it was these two jits, like, that came to a, came to a party of mine. And they, they, I forget exactly what they did, but security, like, was like, I had, I literally would have, like, 10, 10 of the homies, you know, 10 of the brothers running like I, I would sometimes spend i would not sometimes all the time i'd spend thousand dollars a night i'd pay 10 dudes 100 bucks to make sure we didn't have no fights no drama some of them were like you know they were kind of like them them wild stallions you kept locked up in the in the stable too long they wanted to get out yeah so there was a couple times when someone pop off and i'm like oh you don't want to do that bro and i kind of like arrogantly laugh I'm like nah bro you don't want to do that and they look at me like, please, and I'm, and sometimes they get a little too cocky, and they wouldn't know who I was. There'd be people like, "Fuck you, bitch, you ain't." And I was like, "Ooh, I don't like that. I don't like when you cuss at me like that. I don't, that gets me real fucking fired up." So it was one time I, I kind of did this like Roman Caesar thing. I just like looked at them and I looked away and I walked off and then just they were they were they were ghetto stomping, you know, beating the shit out of this dude. And then at one time I, I, I recall like saying, "No, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay." And my security, like, almost, like, were getting, like, angry at me because I, like, kind of stopped. I was like, no, nah, don't, you know, don't don't kill the motherfucker, you know? And um, I remember... Do you know where you're going from yeah. here in the story? Yeah, so I'm telling you how I got hit in the back of the bottle of the shit. There we go, there we go. So <laughs> I, for some reason, this is what I was told, I, like, told everyone to chill... And what I was told, it, it seemed like I wanted them to feel like, nah, hey, man, it's all good. Come back another time, but tonight's not your night, player. You know, you got your ass kicked. Let me walk you to your car. And this is a good 100 yards way the fuck out into the swamp, into the pitch darkness. Is this 7? Yeah, South Castle 7, on, right on Alligator Lake. Yeah. I, for some reason, decided it would be a good idea to walk these two dudes who just got their ass kicked by my security. And I was like, kind of like lighthearted, like oh, <laughs> holding holding them up, like come on, let's go, like being like a, a like a dad or some shit, like come on, boy, you got yeah. your ass kicked. See, happy New Year's, get out of here. Don't you don't want the problems? Well, from what I was told, they, uh, I once I walked out, they were like they were insisting they wanted to come with me, but I didn't want to intimidate these kids. I wanted them to leave with no more. Yeah. I didn't want no more of a situation. Is what what I what I can only interpret that that happened. Uh, one of them, 
when I when I walked turned around, I got about like ten feet away, and one of them pulled out a champagne bottle and fucking just swung like Babe Ruth right to the back of my skull, and I fell down. And they said I got right back up, and the bottle didn't shatter, which is even worse. I feel like the pressure fucking, <laughs> and yeah, and I was like nauseated. I had a headache for at least at least a couple of weeks, and it was like bad. I don't remember nothing. And it was one of the shittiest New Year's Eves I ever fucking had. And I had to, like, I didn't, and the, thing, the crazy thing is I didn't know who these kids were. Yeah. So I spent, like, I spent, like, a good week on researching, like, who they were, where they live, who they fuck with, like, who their homies are. I had, like, I still have them to this day. I have, like, these fo- these photos of them that I have printed up. I made, like, this whole, like, spiderweb yarn fucking csi fucking kid. and you're and you've got like fucking concussion so when you come in the room it's really just pictures of like celebrities and a fucking lie you're like i figured it out guys yeah and what was crazy it was brad pitt in the bathroom with a candlestick there was the police got involved because there was you know some other gangster shit that i'm not going to talk about that happened immediately after that some of my homies went riding around looking for some some dudes and uh that led to like the cops like trying to ask me who did what. Uh, someone told him like, "Yo, the, yo, these motherfuckers try to kill my man, fucking him with a champagne bottle." Because that shit would kill somebody, you know. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't identify who actually did it with a clear conscience. Yeah, because you you remember them. Yeah, so they were just like, "We can't do nothing about this if you can't tell me wholeheartedly, you know who did it." And I really didn't because yeah. I didn't even see it happen or remember. Afterwards, you got fucking knocked with a champagne bottle. Yeah. You lost probably like fucking an hour of memory. I got photos of it too. Like they got a couple kicks in real quick, and I my eyes were all fucked up. And I had I had to swallow pride because I had never got my ass kicked, uh, like in my adult life. I had yeah. like had some older kids like beat me up on the bus and but shit. But not since you were a kid. Yeah. So I, it was like, damn, these motherfucking little these motherfucking goddamn jits. I was like holding on to some serious anger. Like I was ready to do some very stupid things. To, to them that I probably should have never, ever thought about. But I was definitely, like, very close to, like, yo, let's do this. Like, let's go. And uh, and I'm glad I didn't because I would have fucking ruined the rest of my life. And these dudes didn't even know who the fuck I was. They didn't even know, like, that was my house or anything. And I was being so nice. And it, it's like the typical dude that you see in the movies that, like, tries to break up a fight. Like, yeah, oh, come on, guys. And then oh, he's my the God. One stabbed it's like shit. Stand By Me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's Stand By Me. He was just trying to... Break up a little fight. Next thing you know, he got fucking sucker stabbed, and there it is. And and that's why sometimes it's dangerous when you're out drinking and you don't know what's going on. There's so many times, bro, I should have died, oh, my God, or gone to prison for some shit. I've done some stupid, stupid shit. Stupid shit. Like, well... You know, I, you know who didn't do stupid shit? Anyone who became a member of MikeBusy.com. Anybody became Mike, member of MikeBusy.com. We got a list of names right because now. Because if they became a member of MikeBusy.com, not only do they get to hear bonus podcast episodes that are not on uh, Spotify or Apple or Pandora, it's exclusively only on MikeBusy.com, which is the only place you can actually watch. If you want to stare at two fat dudes, boy, do we have a fucking deal for you. And not only do you get to watch all the fucking years and years of awesome content, but you get to come experience the content where it's made in person, party with you, party with me at the Sausage Castle. And we have monthly events, and we're about to have our last event of the year, which I know you're happy. Or... 
our first event of the year, Mike. Yeah, because it, it does bleed in to after midnight. So uh, if you haven't already RSVP'd, uh, this Friday, um, December 31st, New Year's Eve at the Sausage Castle, kiss this year goodbye with me, Miguel, and the rest of the crew. Uh, it is a formal event. We want you not to be wearing your fucking uh, jersey yeah. or your fucking wife beater. Dress up nice. Bring a date or bring bring a few dates. You know, yeah. bring a date for a friend, for some lonely guys. Okay? Come out. We're going to have dinner, drink, champagne toast, and some fireworks uh, fucking countdown. It's going to be a great vibe with great people. And it's the one year that it's the one party that I really don't like care if a bunch of people show up to. It is the one that's really for us and it's like a family type thing. There's always a couple assholes to show up and some, some new faces and shit. It's a great vibe, but it's really like that magical moment we get to say goodbye to this year. Hopefully, the further we get away from 2020, hopefully the closer we'll be to fucking new, better days. Oh, yeah. So, Well, here's some people who can come to the party this week. <laughs> Patrick Bev from Rochester, New York. Austin Glick from Winter Springs, Florida. Dylan Jones from Sarasota, Florida. Henry Panacea from Tampa, Florida. Andrew Russell from Las Vegas, Nevada. James Letkep from East Bernard, Texas. Cheyenne Walding from Orlando, Florida. Derek Doran from Leesburg, Florida. Andrew Alvarez from Jacksonville, Florida. Jordan, yeah, Jordan Gonzalez from Melbourne, Florida. Andy Carao from Valdesta, Georgia. Marcus Herrand from Brandon, Florida. Christian Montez from Clarksville, Indiana. Chandler Crawford from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Moses Jacobs from Orlando, Florida. Danny Patterson from Delray Beach. Charles, it says Charles Charles Lemon. From Woodbridge, Georgia. I'll do the French names. Aha, Charles Charles Lemon. JG from Orange City, Florida. Ronnie Wells from Palatka, Florida. Brian Johnson from Hudson, Florida. Dalton Pack from Glen Burnie, Maryland. Albert Shelby from Hohenwald, Tennessee. Uh, Brady Horrocks from Chesapeake, Virginia. Wesley Putney from Troy, Ohio. Terrell McGee from Port St. Lucie, Florida. Stephen Cox from Uslid, Ohio. Uh, Quante Hall from Louisville, Kentucky. Michael Tiapulu from Sarasota, Florida. Kristen Ferraro from Frederick, Maryland. Nick Lester from Kalamazoo, Missouri. Jacob Marquez from Roswell, New Mexico. Nicholas Osvers from Easton, Maryland. Matthew Larson from Clear Ass. It looks like clear as fuck, Arkansas. Mike Smith from Lufkin, Texas. Nicholas Raton from Apache Junction, Arizona. Edward Rickson from Westwood, New Jersey. Joe Clyburn from Dayton, Ohio. Richard Durecki from Kingsley, Michigan. Andy Edwards from St. Paul, Minnesota. Nathaniel Chad from Spokane Valley, Washington. Brad Church from Ocala, Florida. Katie Mortensen from Terrell, Iowa. Trent Werman from Rangewood, Australia and Kevin Passeri from Hibbing, Minnesota. So if you become a member of MyBeast.com, we will uh, literally read your first and last name in the city and state you're from, and you'll be digitally connected to us forever. Like a, like a, like a, it's like a time capsule. Yeah. Can, can we put something on the sign-up where it clicks and says, like, uh, I wish that they would read my name on the podcast? Because I feel like some of these dudes were at our front gate one night on, on, my, on the Christmas party. We're like... 
I got to sign up for what to do this? All right, whatever. And then no idea that we're, like, reading his name. Like Mike's trying to cut down on names. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm thinking, like, some of these guys, like, I don't know if they know we're going to read their name. Like, do you, we, we got to come up with a way where, like, we, we got to come up with, like, yo, please never say that I'm for a, a member of this. For a dollar extra. For five dollars. your name. You could be anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and if you become a member, we'll say your name. And here I go. Uh, Robert. Robbie Beckett from Balderi XXGB. What the fuck is GB? Great Britain. Britain? All right. Thanks, mate. Uh, Iris Jackson from Astatula, Florida. Oh, man, that scares me. I hate when they're so close to me. I hate when they're so. No, because I'm like, what is he? What did he sign up for? Is is he is he is he nosy? Is he, is he trying to find find some dirt? Did his wife come over here and get? Did you did did his wife suck your dick? I am sorry, Iris Jackson from fucking Jackson. from Astatula, aka my fucking hometown. Uh, Dean Brown from Liberty, Pennsylvania. Uh, Stephen Fisher from Aurora, Illinois. Randy Freeman from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Jordan Richardson from Bethany, Bethany, Illinois. Levi Waltz from Hastings, Minnesota. Rick Keller from Esmer, Kentucky. Damn, Christy. I was like, yeah, I'm on a roll, baby. And I just jinxed myself. Fuck. Uh, Juan Carroll's from Castleberry, Florida. I live there. Uh, Cadell Bourne from Groveland, Florida. That's really close to us, too. Uh, Slay Slay from Orlando, Florida. I don't know if that's your real name. Mohammed Najmadeen. Oh, I think I killed that one. I think one. you just killed that no, one. No, I really did. I really did. I think you just killed that Orlando, one. Orlando, Florida. DJ, DJ Skirt Christian. Uh, that's a really usual uh, first name. <laughs> DJ from, Skirt Christian here. Yeah, bringing from, you all uh, the NF available on the radio. <laughs> from uh, Altamont Springs, Florida. Florida, Andrew Gonzalez, Daytona Beach, Florida, Jeremiah Roberts, I'm killing this, from Eustis, oh, and he got his roommate, uh, Zacharias, uh, Zacharias Brown from Eustis, Florida, thank you, <laughs> Stephen uh, Parler from Sarasota, Florida, Joel Rodriguez from Kissimmee, Florida, I live there, Kevin Lewis, his roommate, also from Kissimmee, Florida, damn, we're, got, we're buying up the whole fucking, the whole house here, uh, Houston Jones from uh, Century, Alabama, uh, you ever been there? Or did I just mispronounce that? You have no idea where that's at. John Wilcox from Nesme, South Carolina. Kyle Bradley. You can't stop me. I'm on fire right now. Orlando, Florida. Dan Schmishmeek from Mount Dora. That's pretty close. Um, Tom Bradford from Wabash, Indiana. Kenny Holbert from Fairfield, California. Bob Billy from Ryder. Dick. Nebraska. No, North Dakota. My my bad, Billy Bob. If that's your, your real name. Nebraska. Uh William O'Bannon from Chatham, Louisiana. Angelica San Incinerino from Longwood, Florida. Uh Brendan Burroughs from Apopka, Florida. That's close. Uh Jeffrey uh Babadol. Semi Florida, I think I killed that too, by the way. That sounds like sucking a dick to uh, Jeffrey Babadol. Carlos Ramina's Ramenez uh, from Ledero, Texas. Dylan Crawley from Internet. Uh, <laughs> the Internet? <laughs> no, it's E N T I A T. What is that? Internet. Internet, uh, Washington. John Appel from Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, William Martinez from Orlando, Florida. Russell uh, Martini from Deland, Florida. Alan Castle. From St. Louis, Missouri, Brian Burr from Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, Cameron Opal from Mount Coral, West Virginia, killing it. 
Drew Diggle from Burke, Tennessee. Justin Friesman from Steinbach. Uh, what the fuck? MB? What the fuck is MB? Is this some Canadian shit? Is it Manitoba? Yeah. Yeah, it's MBCA. So Manitoba, Man- Canada? Yeah. What up, Aggie? What up, mate? <laughs> what the fuck is that? He's Australian? It's, all right, whatever. <laughs> what up, mate? Thanks, Justin. You're the man. Um, <laughs> go Canucks or something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> go like, so much hockey. I don't know what it was. Uh, Glenn <laughs> Matthew from ooh, Mississauga, uh, O-N, Ontario, Ontario Canada. Canada. Damn, we got the whole Canadian block player. Uh, Matthew Galen from Jacksonville, Duval, Florida. Luan Rodriguez from Daytona, Florida. And uh, Steve Brooks from Sanford, Florida. Thank you for becoming a member of MikeBusey.com. That is the best decision that you've ever made. It's probably a life-changing experience. You're probably going to come to my house, bring no pussy, uh, have the time of your life. I'm going to cook the best biscotti pasta you've <laughs> ever had on New Biscuities. Year's Eve. Biscottis. Yeah, and you're going to be at my house on New Year's Eve. What is what is a better place to spend an intimate, um, amazing last moments of a year? Kiss the year goodbye with me, Miguel, and the rest of the crew here. And you'll probably make the highlight video, which is good or bad for some of you. You can always tell the guy who didn't want to be on camera. He's kind of like low-key creeping. You know, it's like, this is not a Halloween party. Why is he dressed up like a fucking, the fucking Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so fucking, man. What else? Oh, you got, uh, got some shows coming up? I got some shows. I'll be in Chicago at Zany's Comedy Club in Chicago on uh, January 16th. I'll also be doing two private shows in Chicago, January 14th and January 15th. Uh, January, or yeah, January 8th, I'll be here in Mount Dora somewhere. I got to get the info for that, guys. I don't remember the name of the place. And then uh, February 2nd, oh no, excuse me, yeah, February 14th and February 16th, I'll be at Vasani's in uh, South Florida over there by Port Charlotte. And I got to announce, I'll get I'll get a date set, but me and my homeboy Alex you are putting on a show at the Improv, uh, probably the first or second week of February, and I want the whole crew to come out for we're that gonna, one. We're going to pull up, we're going to pull up. Yeah, and I've got, uh, basically, uh, if you're a member too, you start hitting me up, because uh, I'm going to pack it out, man. Tickets are on me, we're going to pack this one out. Hell yeah. I want to thank uh, Chris, our camera guy. For this gold coat hanger, gold and coat hanger with with handles and a flashlight, in case it gets dark. Uh, I do believe Steve's been using my uh, coat <laughs> hanger, so it is a little brown on the bottom. So I might have to switch it out. New year, new me. Uh, I'm officially fat as fuck. I'm. Uh, 360? 360 pounds. I'm 272 pounds, so we've got to lose we're, weight, man. You know the whole new year, new me shit? Yeah, we're yeah. going to be on that, and we hope uh, all of you write out some goals to improve Chris yourself. is 140 pounds. I think I was 140 pounds when I was fucking, like, yeah. eight. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was 100, 140 pounds. Jeez, yeah. I would... If I was 140 pounds, I would look like a bobblehead. <laughs> this giant ass fucking head. We just like, and uh, I'd probably get more pussy. But it's probably good that I don't, and and that uh, I just want to say Merry Christmas to all of you. Hope you had a great uh, holiday, Kwanzaa, fucking Hanukkah, Hanukkah, fucking whatever the fucking thing you celebrate. Uh, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to this bullshit. Thank you so much to the members. We just dropped the photos from the birthday. And uh, we we dropped the fucking most amazing epic movie. From oh, and Halloween. I just watched I just watched Aaron and Chris work on 
the birthday video, and it's going to be fucking dope. And you can't see this anywhere else, no. but... MikeBusey.com. Yeah, so you might see a little bullshit PG-13 Nickelodeon trailer on the gram or fucking on Snapchat, but you ain't going to see that real raw shit, baby. We putting out movies, man. My, my team putting out movies, okay? So go ahead and do the first best thing. Maybe, maybe you've been listening for so long and following. Make make 2022 the year you join us. Oh, and remember, for any of your vehicle customization RV needs, go hit up No Limit Garage, the Sausage Castle's full-on custom garage. Oh, shop. we we diversitize in bonds, baby. This this coming up year, we we're gonna start a side hustle. Trying to rent business. some Swan or Flamingo boats? Holla! I want to thank all y'all who chipped in and, and and some of the members and some of my wonderful friends. Uh, y'all raised uh, fourteen hundred bucks inside of a group chat. Within like an hour, and yeah. and uh, Rowdy Rob drove all the way to Jacksonville and picked up this badass flamingo and swan. So it's pretty fucking cute. And you it, can see him on the Christmas video that's going to drop. Yeah. So man, there's so much shit coming up. We got a models weekend coming up in the beginning of January. They're like 20 beautiful, the most sexiest models you ever seen going to be here shooting. We've got a trip to Tennessee. Yeah, we're going to the mountains still, guys. Last week of uh, January, we're heading out. Yeah, so we got a whole year. We're going to be releasing uh, pretty soon here the entire itinerary for the whole year. So you have no excuse. Plenty of time to uh, make up a fabricated lie or kill one of your family members. Start photoshopping some fucking death certificates. I got to go see grandma down in Florida. She loved me, mom. I'm sorry, baby. I got to go. And uh, plenty of time to wash your dick to get back and uh, be a clean part of everything. Clean that Saturn dick. Yeah, clean that Saturn dick. We love you. Thank you so much. You've all uh, made 2021 really special, and we thank you. And we want to be. We're going to be doing some new shit. So stay tuned. You're going to see some more podcasts, some more regular stuff, a lot of uh, bonus episodes, and a lot of awesome shit. We're going to push ourselves to, to new horizons and, and hopefully uh, generate an even more intimate, desirable ex- membership experience. We love you guys. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Goodbye.